This is the Jockader Weekly. We're live on Blab for January 29th, 2016. Let's get it going. It's the Jockader Podcast with your hosts, Anthony and Imran. What's up, friend? This is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Welcome. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And that makes up the name of the show, but we also got the rugs. He's the rug boy. What's up, rugs? What's up, dudes? You're, How's you're, it going? you're looking good. Uh, your lighting is very interesting. It's very, like, dramatic. It's an uplighting, kind of like horror movie. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I'm going to tell Skinny stories. Yeah, I got a Star Wars shirt on. What's up, Ghostbusters 505 and Jordan Radford's here and Trent's here. Uh, we're going to have a great show, gang. We've got geek news to go over. We've got tons of TV superhero shows to review. We've got some listener emails, a voicemail, and new iTunes reviews. Oh, shit. Geek boner. Come on. That's a big show right there. You and think we're going to do this in under two hours? Absolutely not. Definitely. Jordan... <laughs> <laughs> Jordan actually watched Definitely. Jordan watched some of the shows for the first time. Isn't this girl awesome? Jordan's been hanging out with us. She hasn't watched any of the shows. And now she's watching the shows. We got her hooked. I Geek I love that. That's what this is all about, is getting people hooked on this stuff. Wow, that's a big accomplishment, actually. <laughs> it quite is. All right, you know what? If you are uh, in the blab here and you have a question during the show, I wanted to mention, put slash Q, and we can like pop it into the, the open window and uh, answer your question. It's lots of fun, just like this, right? And then I do this, and it comes right there. So, Whoa! Right? That's kind of fun. Uh, this is for questions. All right, but there's tons of news. We're just going to get into it. The Jog and Podcast. So you guys remember a couple, two, three shows ago, we talked about this awesome fan-made animation series on YouTube called X-Men Danger Room Protocols. Yeah, the Danger Room Proctologist. The, I like that. The Danger Room Proctologist. <laughs> it was really cool. It was like this 8-bit web series uh, that this kid did with all, just using his own money. And it was going to be it, – it's like uh, like the Marvel Capcom video games, you know, done by a fan, really huge fan of Marvel. Well, Marvel's shutting it down, people. Oh, shit. Lame. And I feel bad for the kid. I think that the Disney was like, hell no. That this, um, people will think that it's real. That's yeah. how good it was. Well, see, I would take that as a compliment because if they did want to shut it down, uh, they, uh, they, they, it, that means it's really good. Uh, I also it's feel like quality. they're trying to squash – uh, their X Men stuff from you know just to, as this beef that's with Fox. That's also true. You know, that's also true. I just feel bad for this kid because yeah. this kid's an artist. He learned how to animate. It's it was really slick. He had a eighteen but he episodes made the news. playing. He made the news. This is yeah. great press. Uh, well, this is great for him. Yeah, it's very good for him. Uh, I'll put a link to the- at the end of the day. I know I know you feel bad for him, but at the end of the day, what he did was if he did, Disney's well within their right to shut him down. <laughs> They you know, are. So However, there's tons of Marvel. You're gonna put fan, that much work. There's tons of Marvel. You're gonna put that projects. much work into something. You, you should know that. 
this is possible. His name is Joel Furtado. And I would have to imagine Joel may have been like, look, I am. But I think he also saw all this other Marvel-based fan film and stuff that, that nobody was bugging them. Look, I'm, he's, this video, he explains, I actually emailed this kid. I wanted him to get on the show and like talk about this whole experience. Did he respond back? He wrote back, but he goes, legally, I can't really say anything. Pretty much what he says in this video, where there's a link in the show notes, is all that he can say. Uh, I, and in, the, in this article, he says a little bit, the most heartbreaking thing of this entire experience isn't even that i have to throw out this entire project in the garbage or that i wasted all my money making this he spent all this money making this the most heartbreaking thing is that this company that i've idolized my entire life and i'm finally meeting for the first time professionally and this is the experience that we've gone through where now marvel's looking at me like i'm an enemy to them and that's never what i wanted so that's it's crushing for a geek you know i get it but exactly he's gonna get work though because uh this is getting a lot of press everywhere so Maybe he could talk to Nelly Furtado, and then they could ah, and they could do something together. Furtado on Furtado, <laughs> I like that. And they could make frittatas. It could be a Furtado Furtado party. Yeah, sounds yummy. <laughs> you're you're such a lame man. <laughs> you should have hit a button after that. Oh yeah, that one that was a good yeah. lame. No, I messed that up. Like I, I need that sound. You should. How are you going to work that soundboard with your felty fuck? Well, my penis. I don't know. I, that's a good question. Right? I didn't think of that. I didn't my think of penis. Throw. <laughs> That's, I didn't make it throw him, Ron. However, that, that's Rugboy's Rug Boy, Rug answer to every question. With my penis. We, we, got, we, we got to run through the news a little quicker. We're, we're, we're already five minutes on one oh, topic. Oh, motherfucker. All right. I saw Straight Outta Compton. It was awesome. I loved it. The guy playing Dr. Dre has been cast as the lead in the new 24 uh, reboot show called 24 Legacy. And uh, that's got Dre me. Bauer. Geek that's got me all excited because I love 24 and I love Jack Bauer, but we had enough of Jack Bauer. I love the concept. Let's put somebody else in this minute by minute where nobody poops or eats or takes a shower, but they all look great uh, in one crazy day. I love it. All right. I'm up for that. Uh, Never watched it. So nothing, Corey nothing. Hawkins is his name. Good for him. He had a little breakthrough role. And uh, now he's got a nice uh, TV show. Okay, Wonder Woman, you guys, in uh, Justice Dawn of Justice League, Batman vs. Superman, whatever. Guess how old she is. Guess how old Wonder Woman is in this universe. 5,000 years she's old. She's old enough to give me a boner. Terrific. Yep. She's I'm, I'm going to go with a healthy guess of 5,000. Both of those answers are correct. Uh, Wonder Woman is going to be 5,000. She looks goddamn good. Uh, for a five thousand year old woman, I'll tell you that. No aging, really. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we've seen this before in Agents of Shield. There was a girl who never aged. Oh yeah, That's that right. was uh Jaying, right? Jaying, she looked pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So old chicks can be hot. That's what we learned. Is that, has that always been the case with Wonder Woman in the comics, or is it because I know they fuck with her origin all the time, but yeah, this is that always a thing. Th- is she super old. Well, she's been around since. Uh, look, they. I don't know. This is tough because. All of these superheroes, uh, especially the DC ones, have been around since World War II. Right. So you could say that Superman is old, but like they maintain that he's like fifty or something. I don't know how old they. I mean, how, how old did they make him in the in the comics? Thirty, thirty. I don't you know. know. I always imagine Superman being like in his thirties and Batman being around like thirties, early forties, maybe. Wonder Woman. I didn't know that she was like ages or. Well, yeah. I mean, if you, and in the Dark Knight, uh, Frank Miller's Dark Knight, she does age. She's like an old, uh, older, saggy woman in, in that one. Uh, no, she's not that saggy. No, but she's, she's definitely just, aged. She's, she didn't stay yeah, young. Yeah, she did age. You just threw in saggy, huh? You just want to say the hey, word. Hey, man, saggy. look at 
You look at those pages. She's not that zaggy. She's not that zaggy. <laughs> She's pretty good for a milk wonder woman. I'll tell you what. Uh, I think they Her did this. Her defy gravity. I feel like they did this. So like it's Wonder Woman coming. She's like fought and then she's seen everything and she kind of is inactive for a while. And now this is bringing her actually back, like World War maybe One. That, maybe that's a way to differentiate her from just being female Superman, too. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a definitely a strong feminist icon move uh, in terms of her backstory. So, so the thir- the theory is is that she was a superhero and then she stopped around the first World War and then she came back because something else huge is about exactly that. like something brings her out of retirement that's personal and then maybe that's why she's the ambassador. Holy shit on a cracker. The next piece of news is a hot rumor. Hey, that's him. About Planet Hulk. <laughs> Special shout out. Uh, plan, uh, the Hulk in and coming up in future uh, Marvel cinematic movies. There's DMV Sports Doc. Hashtag holy shit on a cracker. Look, here's the problem. Similar to like Marvel and Sony have the Spider-Man deal where they kind of have to like work together. People want a Planet Hulk movie. You uh, Unfortunately, Universal can only make a solo Hulk movie. Marvel cannot. That's part of the deal. Ah, it's so around. strange, though, because Universal, they did make a solo Hulk movie. Right. The, but they don't want Marvel making a solo Hulk movie. They, no, Marvel, they want to make Marvel made it. No, Marvel made oh, it. It's with, part of Marvel Studios. But with Universal. Probably. But it's strange. That, mm. That's, I think... They keep falling back to that excuse, and mm-hmm. I think it's valid, but I think that they also just don't trust a Hulk solo movie. They don't want to take the hit again. Which is why I'm going to continue with your news story. I like That's this. why they're making Planet Hulk a Thor story. Now. Well, and Thor... How, ex- is that, how is that possible? Look, I have a, there's a little bit of spoilery information at this link if you want to know, but basically what I read is you take the Planet Hulk story and you tell it over a course of several stories. I've also heard that it'll start in Thor and then it's going to continue like in Avengers Infinity War 1 and 2. Like, so what, is it going to be like a flash, a flash forward? Yeah. Or a flash? I, I didn't hear that. What I heard was they're going to send, so whoever is the bad guy, Loki and Hela. Hela, maybe. yes. Yep. This is a spoiler. Yeah, this is, so. hold on. This is, <laughs> this is huge possible spoilers for Thor Ragnarok. Huge spoilers. Yes. Yeah. So possibly Loki and Hela will banish Thor. He might get like his head shaved off sent to another planet, a war world similar to Planet Hulk, and he's going to have to fight his way up. And then when he gets to the top, the main boss of this war world is the Hulk. Uh, that's awesome. Can you imagine that reveal? That's a great, uh, that's a great plan. And I love that's that. the start of their buddy tandem uh, part of the movie. And I've established Hulk as this gladiator. He's been on this planet fighting and gaining respect like an MMA dude. And uh, then he's going to come back. Or he's got to do the same. Yeah. But how did they get him there? Loki and Hela, they just ban- you know how they banished them to Earth? Same shit. They'll I mean, how they get Hulk there? Planet. No, but oh, Hulk there, yeah. So yeah, that's a little weird. That well, I mean, again, last we saw Hulk, he was in that. He did jet. fly. He was flying. That's all yeah. we know. He flew off into wherever the fuck. I didn't know the Quinjet could go into space though. I so. don't know if it can. Kind of Maybe stretch. he got caught up in some kind of temporal space as Guardian bullshit, and it got zipped over there. Space doesn't exist though. You know, you know why? Why? Bob says so. But well, the Earth is is not round. Is that it? went right through my ball sack. <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking. I got a guy named Bob said so on the internet. The rapper Bob, oh, by Bob. the way, he thinks the Earth is flat, and he's a fucking idiot. So bring your own beer. Bring okay. your own beer. It's the most unimpressive name for a rapper too. But I think it's I don't know what it stands for. 
B-O-B. Uh, so B-O-B, they, that's how they could start this play. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. They could start. We had to shove that in somewhere. Every episode will have a making a murderer reference and a flat earther reference. Flat earthers, we know you're out there. It's just quit it already. I, I'm going to say it on the air. I'm not, I'm not credited with saying this exact quote, but Luke Thomas, who's an MMA guy, was uh, asked his thoughts on B.O.B. And I, I have to share. He's, he, he went, the guy's either trolling the internet, mentally disturbed, or irredeemably stupid. Oh One shit! I'm I'm hoping for irredeemably stupid. I think it's a combination ah, of all. Of I them. just think he's hip hop. That's all. <laughs> he's a, that's he, hip hop, yo. Not knowing shit is hip hop, yo. He's trying to sell some records because uh, he hasn't yeah. been relevant in a while. That's hip hop. This is this is the world we're living in, people. Like if you're you're trying to sell something, just say some ridiculous shit and you get some press, and now you're popular again. That's all it takes. It's yeah. really it's really not that hard, and it's quite irritating. Uh, <laughs> So, <laughs> sorry, I, I'm sorry, I, I torpedoed <laughs> this, but we can keep going. Moving What's on, next bit, moving on. Uh, there's been talks for a while since Disney bought a Star Wars that there will be live action Star Wars TV shows. Now, here's what they're going to do, which is smart. They've seen the success of the Marvel shows on Netflix. There will be live action TV shows on Netflix. Geek boner. Which made me think there will be, or is that it's just rumored? Right? Their live action TV oh. series is coming to Netflix. Is uh, I still have no idea how Netflix shows make money. I still don't know subscriptions. Well, they they the subscription. It's the they make money for Netflix. Netflix pays the shows to have them on there, uh, and then Netflix hopefully raises their subscription base off of these. And shows. then they got to cover that cost, Netflix somehow. Right, ah. so it just becomes a commodity. They say they what it does is it how they hope that people don't drop off after a month and they just keep their subscriptions. So it's retention. So every every time that they keep someone for a month, they make lots nine, more money. Nine bucks. 10 I wonder bucks, what their yeah, cost per is. customer is. Their customer acquisition cost? Yeah, exactly. You got it. Talking some page. fucking sick geek sales talk up in here, Mark Cuban. Whoa, Fuck off. I need a tie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nice. Uh, nobody's wonderful here. But look, it made me think what what day, what if there's a Marvel Star Wars crossover? Geek boner. That could happen now. It's not going to happen. It could, though. That's not going to happen. It could happen. What if the it Guardians happen, go out in space and they run into these fuckers from the Force Awakens? Well, all right. Maybe if you stretch it like that, but I think that it's, it, it, it shouldn't happen. Well, yeah, it, it, the way it would happen is the way, what's his face from the fat guy, the fat comedian on Shield? Koenig. What's his real fucking name? Oh, Pat Oswalt. Pat Oswalt. Pat Oswalt. Yeah, he the way that, he described yes. it. It's the way it's going to happen. Actually, that crazy rant that he did, he, you could make that That's movie now. Sense. Yes. <laughs> he does actually do a good job of that. I forgot about that. I might post that in the show notes. You got to listen. Pat Oswald, he's filibustering. It's awesome. And he just makes up this crazy uh, geek childhood story of combining Marvel, super, everything together in one movie. And how it, and it actually, you, it's a good story. You got to put the one where he, uh, it's un- uncut. Like the word where it's super long. Yeah, yeah. It's like a like, seven minute. He's just doing clip. it off the yeah. cuff. You know? Oh, it's great. It's so good. And people are leaving while he's talking. <laughs> Patton's hilarious. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, you'll, just, cool. just check the show it notes. It's funny. Song, when the show Put it in the notes. Out. Put it in the notes. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, uh, remember how I wanted Darth Vader to be in Rogue One really badly? Turns out Darth Vader's yeah. going to play a pretty big role in Rogue One. Rumor has it. Did he listen? Uh, see, I think Smart. they knew they do listen. I think that the, the guy who owns Disney and that just him listens to our show. Uh, Iger? Is that Bob Iger? Bob Iger? Yeah. Bob Iger? Bob, yeah. Bob, 
Yeah. Yeah. Got, yeah but... it's, that's super smart because Rogue One, although it has the Star Wars brand, is the first Star Wars like anthology film. So it's a little bit of a risk. So you throw Darth Vader in there and uh, you get that kind of recognizable face. I think that help, really helps. <laughs> yeah. Plus, they're, uh, they're like, there's going to be a new TIE fighter design and they're going to have the AT-ATs in there, which, you know, we see for the first time, I think, in, in Star Wars. Or Empire? The fuck are they? The, the big camel Whatever, fucking right? robot things. Yeah, the useless things the that big, fall down. The big, slow, lumbering things that you just got to tie up their legs it, and they that, fall That is them. the most unpractical weapon yeah, ever. It, yeah, Listen, it, you're, you're preaching to the choir here. I wanted one <laughs> when I was a kid, though. Like, having that toy was awesome. <laughs> it is a cool-looking toy, yeah. but not very practical. Not very practical. All right, what else we got? We've had another celebrity death. There's been a string of celebrity deaths, but this one, to me, is uh, it, it means a lot. It's Abe Vigoda. It's actually oh. the Abe Vigoda is dead joke. That I'm sad of that's also dead. So Abe Vigoda, 94, everybody knows Fish from Barney Miller. He's been on late night shows. But, uh, Anthony, are you aware of the Abe Vigoda hoax? Death no. hoax? you never seen this Abe Vigoda yeah. death hoax? Like every year. You've seen he's dead for years. Yeah, every year. No, I've never known. You never know that? Every year you would see like a post or a story said Abe Vigoda is dead. That all started back in 1982. Because uh, People Magazine article had, uh, mistakenly wrote the late Abe Vigoda. For 34 years, this joke has been going on. To the point where when Abe Vigoda actually does die, like, I don't think anybody believed it. For, for real. Because yeah. they thought it was another He's real dead right now, right? I don't he's, think he can live that much longer. He's like 94. How he's, much he, he's not dead? No, he's dead. He's, he's for real. No, he's, he's for real. Dead. He's yeah, for okay. real's dead. Now you're, now you're confusing me. But that's he's the next thing. to the hooker in the snow. <laughs> I thought he was dead. Rest in peace, Abe Vigoda. My favorite Abe Vigoda role yeah. was in Look Who's Talking when the baby's playing with his big eyebrows. <laughs> That's my favorite. I remember watching Barney Miller when I was a little kid on reruns, and he was his name was Fish. And it was he fun. was old then. That motherfucker's been old for a long time. He's been old since 94. he's been born. But like for 30 years, people thought he was dead. Uh, speaking of other old 80s shit that's uh, in the news, uh, the DeLorean from Back to the Future... It's coming back into production, yeah. guys. You want to buy one? The, yeah, now that they actually put some fucking horsepower in it. The exact, and it's the exact 1982 model. They're not designing like a new version. They're reproducing, and they're making it in America for the first time. 100K, cool 100G, will get you yeah. your own time machine. It's awesome. Uh, let's go to the next thing, which is more DC Comics uh, rebooting things. This time, gang... They are rebooting Scooby-Doo, all the Hanna-Barbera cartoon characters, and the Flintstones. You have to check out this link because these... Uh, Why il- would they do this? These, Why are they doing These it? illustrations are very oh, interesting. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, so I'm let's... I'm looking at these now. Okay, let's start with the Scooby-Doo. So, in the... No. St- <laughs> First of all, how about we not, can we so. just not talk about this? Because this is stupid. This is this. Like, we shame. Dude, this Scooby, this Scooby-Doo is drawn by Jim Lee, people. Anthony, that's a Jim Lee I don't illustration. Care if it's drawn by Jesus Christ. It's stupid. You don't like it? You don't like what <laughs> they did? I'm looking at it. Uh, you don't like no. it? Jordan, you can post No, do I like that they gave fucking Scooby-Doo a fucking em- emoticon, fucking cybernetic fucking eyepiece? No. Uh, Shaggy yeah, is a hipster with a handlebar mustache and a beard and earrings and tribal tattoos. 
He's hey, got tats. What the hell's going yeah, on? Yeah, and like uh, Daphne and Fred. no, no, that's not Shaggy. That's Shaggy. Shaggy. I mean, Shaggy has tats, but the other guy has tribal. The tats. other guy, that's Fred. Fred and uh, uh, what was it? Vel- Wilma? No, uh, Daphne. Velma? They're like Velma? really sexed yeah. up. What the fuck's her name? And Velma's got a game controller. Look, okay, but look at the Flintstones one. Just look at the Flintstones one. They made the Flintstones like anatomically p- correct proportional drawings as like cavemen. <laughs> That's kind of fun. I mean, this is kind of interesting. It's, the Flintstones right? one looks kind of interesting. And then you, and yeah. then the last one I would point, point attention to is the Future Quest one because this is a mashup of everything. And actually, the art for this one is done by Darwin Cook in the style of Alex Toth, who designed Space Ghost and a lot of these characters. So it's like Johnny Quest, Space Ghost, and uh, all these uh, characters, Hanneberg Bear characters, in one thing. So I don't know. I thought the I thought, well, that looks cool. Future Quest looks cool. Yeah, Future Quest is a, a Johnny Quest, Space Ghost, the Herculoids, Frankenstein Junior, the Impossibles, Birdman, Birdman, and uh, the other ones. A lot of these are just going over my head. I have no idea. Yeah, these are way before yeah, it's your time. You, you, because you barely have pubes. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, see, Jordan nice. knows these, and uh, she's your uh, demographic there, Anthony. Hey, I mean, I I know these were a they, thing. I just never they, yeah. got into this stuff. Yeah, see, she's, they show them on uh, Adult Swim now, I think, sometimes. Do they really? Wow. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, Space Ghost. Late at night. Uh, okay, gang, check this out. Legends of Tomorrow... This is awesome. Stephen Amell is going to show up in a, in a future episode of Legends of Tomorrow as older Oliver Queen, older Green Arrow with a goatee and a beer, uh, goatee and one arm, like in the Dark Knight. Wow. He's going to play. I mean, tw- that's a creative way to get him into it, to, yeah. uh, to pay homage to that, that itineration of him. Sixth episode of season one. It'll take place in 2046. Uh, and I, this made me think of. I, I was telling Anthony, I've always had my dream cast, like, back in the day, 20 years ago, for uh, an actual The Dark Knight Returns Frank Miller adaptation film. I wanted to cast Clint Eastwood as Batman and Wilford Brimley, Wilford Diabetes Brimley, as Oliver Queen, like, on a horse with a bow and arrow. That would have been awesome. Who would you have cast as Superman? You ever thought about that? Or do you only think about those two guys? Ronald Reagan. No, that wouldn't work. Yeah. <laughs> no, Ronald oh, Reagan. No, Ronald Reagan was in it. Reagan's got to be in the movie. Uh, who yeah. who would be Superman from those? Uh, you could put like Clooney in there, Superman. I don't know. I don't know. Clooney. George Clooney nah. was like was like Anthony's age when you were casting. That. I, that's true. You could throw. You have to go with like who's who's your typical square jawed actor from like Clint Eastwood era from that era. That or would... not in that era, but like around you know. You know what I'm saying? Like Tom Selleck or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Like a Tom Ooh, Selleck or a Just Burt- shave his fucking mu- mustache. Travolta? Yeah. Or, what about Burt Reynolds as Superman in that? In that? <laughs> He's like, yeah. Hey, Batman. This would be this movie was made in the mid 90s. <laughs> Wilford fucking Brimley, though. Remember, in, wasn't that that Van Claude, John Claude Van Damme movie, Hard Target? He was like on a horseback and he was all badass. He was badass. Yeah. Hard target. I didn't think we'd ever see hear that reference. Dude, hard target. He's Cajun. He's a raging Cajun. Hard target <laughs> is the bomb. Okay, moving on. Netflix, Iron Fist, Marvel's Iron Fist on Netflix has a writer finally. There's getting some movement, and it's a jo- it's a Jessica Jones writer, Scott Reynolds. Okay. All right, so that's cool. good, and, and he's written for Dexter and Jessica Jones. Okay, so we have a writer, but apparently, uh, Mike Coulter. I think he let it slip that Iron Fist Rand, Danny Rand has been cast. 
Whoa! And they're just waiting to announce it. All right. Well, I can't wait to hear that news. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know it's, what uh, when they're going to say. I mean, there, there's there's news there, but there really isn't news nope. there because you knew someone's going to get cast, and he still didn't reveal a name. So it's just like yeah, I know he's right. a, a kind of news. That was a fucking yeah. cock tease, Mike Coulter. What the fuck? Uh, here's some news. Here's some news. Jada Pinkett Smith is returning as Fish Moody on Gotham this oh, season. Shit. Can you fucking Lame. believe this shit? I that shocked me. I thought she. I thought she was. Dead. Is she dead? She got put. She well, died. we didn't actually see no body, no death. You she got pushed body, off right. the building, and then you saw water. You didn't, that's all you saw. You didn't see. That's all you saw. But they're doing. Yeah. Like, she's a fish, Mooney. She could swim real good. She's uh, yeah. She's gonna be. Maybe she'll have gills. <laughs> maybe she'll. Be- I don't watch. I, I know we don't. I know that the listener that listens to this doesn't knows that I don't watch Gotham. But to reiterate, I don't watch Gotham, and I thought Fish Mooney was awful. So she was. This is nothing but awful. Listen, but if you like characters that scoop out their eyeball with a spoon and then stomp on it, uh, you're gonna love the Fish Mooney. Uh, also, the so- Let's go. Can I go back? To, so that just I want to go back to that. Yeah. How stupid! That meant nothing. To I know that. it was. Ridiculous. It literally was a, a shock value thing. Yep. yep. Shocking. Nothing. It literally, there was nothing that her scooping her eye out did for her character. It didn't change her at all. She just had a blue eye after. No, and it was like a storyline that had uh, nothing to do with anything over there. So where it's left off at last season was uh, they introduced Hugo Strange, and there's like this Indian Hills experimenting facility. They're testing they're on these freaks and making people. I figure maybe that's where they find her body. They bring her back. I don't fucking know. It's ridiculous. Now okay, I have to watch. There, wasn't, just, there, wasn't there some kind of Easter egg where you saw Fish Mooney floating in the tank? Oh, yes. That's right. The last episode at the mid-season where you go into the Indian Hill facility, there's a bunch of tanks, and uh, I thought I saw fish in one of the tanks. So that could be – wow. That's just off the rails. Fish in wacky. a tank. I got I got I'm, 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 I'm going to have to watch this fucking train wreck. Hey, uh, Rugs, remember how we uh, geek out about Spaceballs uh, in that, our Star Wars review? Yeah. We love Spaceballs. Well, guess what? Mel Brooks, he's doing – a uh, a sequel. He's doing a spoof. Dude, he's still alive, Mel Brooks. He's still alive, and he's got. Remember in the movie, he actually name drops a, the sequel to that movie, not even knowing if he's ever going to make it. And I think that's what they're going to call it. That was uh, he was on Adam Carolla's podcast, and he revealed all this. It's going to be called. And I remember he said this: "Spaceballs: The Search for More Money." <laughs> that's what he said in the movie Schwartz is as big as mine May the uh, it's be surprising that this wasn't made sooner just because the whole spoof film thing I felt like that that had it's day remember that was like a thing uh, in back the early, in the like, screen 2000s. but there was no he couldn't do this because he did this because Star Wars was in the zeitgeist and right, he was playing off that now it's happening again and he's trying to get well you would have thought he would have done it like when episodes one through three came out uh yeah no I I'm glad I'm kind of glad he waited and didn't do that for that one. Yeah. Uh, he's also there's a bunch of posters that spoof uh, the Force Awakens and they they say Spaceballs the Sh- the Schwartz Awakens it's the Ollie Moss the Ollie Moss photo uh, awesome posters that they're spoofing and I don't think Ollie Moss didn't really like them because <laughs> they're they're parodying his his work for a parody of a parody but he did so he did Spaceballs four years after Return of the Jedi. So, and he's trying to get Rick Moranis back and Bill Pullman. He's like, I have to get Rick Moranis back or I'm not doing it. So, 
Oh, Rick Moranis coming out of retirement. Yes, I, that would be great. It, he pretty much said, I have the helmet. It only fits him, and I need to do it with him. Nobody else, because the helmet doesn't fit anybody else. They're going to use the original dark helmet? Yeah, he's no, got the... He, he's they're going got... to make a new helmet. No, no, well, he said he has the helmet in a vault. He said <laughs> he has the helmet in a vault. Okay, look, last thing. Holy uh, fuck. Right, that was a lot of stuff. We've been One he, more thing. This summer we heard news of a new DC animated show and it was all we had to go on was it said JLA and there was a silhouette of the Justice League. We didn't know what it is. Well, the long rumored show is coming out. It's officially announced by Cartoon Network today. It's called Justice League Action. And stupid, uh, stupid title. It's a stupid, stupid title, title, and and there's no date. It says coming soon. Uh, but it's gonna yeah, have- only stupid because it's the same same letters as Justice League of America. Yeah, I like, think just, that that's what they call doing. it. They, they had yeah. a JLU. They want a JLA. They don't want to call it America anymore because they want it to work globally. They want it. Ah, that's yeah. a good point. Uh, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill returning as Batman and that's the Joker cool. people. Geek Mooner. That's badass. I'm looking at the uh, the animation. Yeah, what do you think of this, this is, design this is of these very, characters? Very juvenile. It seems very kid like looks. like yes. back that ass up juvenile. No, no that's not, not, <laughs> not like not like the cash money them hot boys kind of guy. Oh, but. Okay, juvenile, not in a hip hop way at all, rugs. No, in a very. Uh, do you have a link to these, this uh, yes, JLA? Yes, I do. Yes. Justice League anal. <laughs> that would have been a better name. I would watch a show called oh, Justice a, League. I guarantee you there's a porn with that, that name right now. League, you know, I'm going to have to look that one up. But so the, the design on these guys is interesting. It's a very stylized, simplistic. I feel like it, they're trying to match it to the movies again. Like Superman doesn't have underwear. It's all just a blue suit. Uh, Batman has, does not have an oval around the bat. It's just a black on the suit. But you're right. It looks very aimed at children it's i mean the the art seems very i don't know i'm i don't know how to describe it but it seems a lot skewed even younger than the, the original justice league show was on cartoon cartoon network well that might be because it kind of looks like ben tennish they uh they this is the same team from uh teen titans go so i think that's why but mm. alan burnett is also involved mm. and a bunch of other people are involved but then, but when you throw in Kevin Conroy right. and uh, Mark Hamill, I, you think it's going to be a little bit more mature, right? I think they're, they're they seeing the how they play the characters has been. A little I feel older. like I, maybe they've seen how popular Teen Titans Go is with the small kids, and now that those kids have maybe grown up like uh, two years, they're just going to elevate it a little bit and mix them in, and then try to get the hardcore viewers. But it's really for kids and to sell toys. That's what I think. I'll be watching. All right. Yeah. The, uh, that's the news. I'll check it out. Phew. Cool. Phew. Let's get to the We show. did it. How long did it take? What was the clock in on that? 20 minutes or so. There, that's okay. good enough. Moving on. Oh, Jordan likes Teen Titans. Doc and Nerd Jordan, they're making a full-length uh, Justice League versus Teen Titans animated movie that's coming out soon. So you guys should check that out. That looks pretty cool. I've did you guys watch Batman Bad Blood? I have not watched it yet. Rugs, you watched it, right? I've not seen it. Yeah, it's cool. Give me a give me like a two minute review. I don't even know what is it. There was hardly any Batman in there. What's the but what's the story, was, real quick? Basically, uh, Batman gets sidelined for an undisclosed reason, which will ruin the movie. And uh, uh, you know, it basically does the whole thing where Dick Racing dresses up at Batman, and he has to get along with Damian Wayne. So it's as like a, Robin. It's a bunch of Robins and Batgirls introduced. 
Yeah, and they're trying to figure out where Batman is. So Batman's not in the movie that much. Like, he's in the beginning and the end, but then, and the rest of it is, like, everybody else trying to take up the mantle of the Batman. Okay, Batman movie was, was it, barely it was, any was all right, you thought, you said? I like the action sequences. There's some some badass fight scenes in that. Re- okay, so recommended. Speaking of which, Imran, I still got to... I still got to return Batman and Robin, whatever the hell it was. Did you like that? I haven't even watched it. You didn't watch Batman it? versus Robin. I like Batman versus to. Robin. I just haven't watched. It. Uh, okay. Whatever. Watch it. Don't watch it. Bring it back. Uh, so here's the first spoiler alert for the show, people. Spoiler alert. We're gonna start with this week's Supergirl. However, I don't think we're spending a lot of time on this because I think we're going to cut this show moving forward. What do you guys? What do you guys Yay. think? Rugs, you have any? I think I, it, I think I definitely think we should because I didn't watch. I haven't watched the, like the past <laughs> six episodes. <laughs> so yeah, maybe maybe, and we have enough shows to talk well, about. And if we're just gonna, well, you guys can talk about it yeah. if you have anything on it. I don't. I, don't, I mean, it's, I don't it's, have shit. it's like the Gotham thing. If we're just gonna continue to complain about it, what's the point? Is it still suck? Let's just go with it's, that. It's getting incrementally better. I think. Rugs, what do you think? I think that we're used to how bad it sucks and it doesn't bother us as much. It's or, like when you start like uh, listening to a shitty band and you li- listen to the songs over and over again and it's not as annoying as, I don't know. You're like, uh, I like Chumbo Wumbo. I don't know what everyone's talking about. Lame. Uh, okay, look. Like this it is, lulls you into forgetting how shitty it is. It kind of does. We're up to episode 11 of the first season of the show. This one's called Strange Visitor from Another Planet. Now... Uh, tell you what I did like. This uh, Jenna Dewan Tatum plays Lucy Lane. Have you seen their lip sync battle episode where Channing? Yeah, I seen it. Oh my god, that was that was very good. She pretty much does like a dirty strip dance to, on Channing, and uh, it was it was fantastic. I have I like What's her I, fucking name. What's Jenna Dewan Tatum. Actually, both of them together, they're really cute. They're like a great couple. They're uh, in Step Up together. Oh, they were in the step, step Up together. Up. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're they're married, and like they're That's so. They're so down to earth and they're so cool. Like I really have, I admire them more. Uh, so I like the actress. I don't know about the the, the part or the character of Lucy Light. Uh, She's thirty five years old. Holy yeah, shit. yeah. Goddamn, she can. Well, she, uh, she can do let, a lap dance. Though I'll tell you what. Let's talk about um, Supergirl. You can describe what happened. I'm just going to generally overview the show here. Okay. Um, like the show has moved on from its freak of the week thing. And now they're starting to develop like an overarching story. And I think that's why we're like watching it without groaning as much. Yeah. So this is the overarching story. Imran, go. So this one deals with like this politician, Miranda Crane, and there's an anti-alien rally. And everyone has signs that says Supergirl is a freak. Go home, blah, blah, blah. And then this big, and she goes, we need to know where they are and who they eat. Like she's giving this these ridiculous words with a straight face. And she's like, there's monsters among you, and cue monsters. They're attacked by this big uh, white monster. It's, I, it's the White Martians, and uh, the White Martians are like Nazi I Martians. remember seeing those on Justice League, yes. uh, that the animated show. Yeah, they're like, they're like Hitler Martians. They wiped out, they lived underground on Mars, and they killed John Jones's uh, wife and kids, and they put them into, into a work camp, and they destroyed all the Green Martians. So... The White Martian's looking for the last Green Martian is what what drew him. Uh, Jimmy Olsen's signal watch now signals Kara and not Clark. So Kara's stepped up a little bit. She gets a little signal. I, I mean, I don't know what <laughs> – there's a cool battle. Is there any, is there any opinion nothing. on any of this no, stuff? What am I hearing? No, there's a cool – No, ba- so basically yeah. – 
I mean, basically what happens is there's a couple of cool fight scenes. They spent some money on the CGI to make the, the alien. So it looks good. Yeah. You mean the money they're throwing at it there. Um, but, you know, that's basically it. The, you got the newest thing that you have is the Martian Manhunter. He's cool. He's now part of the cast. He's a CGI character for the most part. Hmm. And then you got this this new Martian that um, is pretty cool. They spent some money on it. So there is some bang for your buck in the show. Um, I like that battle scene you know. in the air. They fight uh, the White Martian and um, Martian Manhunter and Supergirl all flying around fighting. It didn't look too bad. Uh, but they introduced a new uh, love interest for Supergirl. Yeah, oh, shit. I'm just looking at Man, Man Martian Manhunter now. It doesn't look so bad. It's not bad. There's a. I like when he uh, comes out. But the more he does that, he said that he eventually will get stuck like that, so he can't do that a lot. And he doesn't want to out himself in the DEO. And uh, yeah, Cat Grant's strange son comes and he's flirting with Kara. So the one other cool thing is what that thing Max Lord was working on. We saw there was like a, a girl in a bed uh, at the end of the episode. She turns on the TV and she's she's saving this car from dangling on the news live. And she's not saving the car. She picks it up. She throws it. That this is what Max Lord, who might as well just be Lex Luthor. He's built a bizarro Supergirl. So next week they'll be. Bizarro. Yeah. So next week is bizarro. Yeah, you know, that's or, that, or, or Brazaro. Bra, it should be <laughs> Brazarita, Brazara, La Brazara. Uh, you know what? Yes. Yeah, with this show, I'm done. We're just going to check in on it every now and then. I may continue to watch it. Uh, there's not much. That's about it. It's just. Uh, All right, you want to know? Let me do the rug. Let me give you the rug down. All right, hold on. Here's the rug down. Okay. This is what I noticed. They gave Supergirl shorts, blue shorts. They did. Because they used to have her in blue bloomers. And there were a lot of upskirts in this episode for some reason. <laughs> and you notice that she's wearing shorts now. She's okay? wearing shorts. Okay. So I just want to throw that out there. Uh, somebody changed her undergarments. Uh, Things were changed. Okay. I may have to still watch then. I like Supergirl. Yeah. So just give that a second look. Because you want to see her shorts? <laughs> well, now I wonder why they did that. They were just maybe they thought there was too much ass hanging out for these upskirt shots. So they, was she just around. was she just in panties before or like? Yeah, she was just in bloomers, like panty, like panty, like briefs. Wait, mm. in the costume you mean? They, so they modified the costume. Yeah, when she's wearing the skirt, she's got shorts under it now. I did not notice. That. Like shorts that go like down to where the skirt goes. I blame the fappening. It looks terrible. Oh shit! That's why. All the attention from the fappening. Okay, oh, so now she's all like bunchy and 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 bloomy down there. Yeah. What the hell? All right. Whatever. That show, uh, 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 uh yeah. Next show, people. <laughs> I'm so done with that show. We are going to talk about the new episode of Agent Carter on ABC, Marvel's nice. Agent Carter, episode three. Anthony, you missed last week where we talked about the two hour premiere. And then you watch this yes. week. How about you start? Tell us what you think so far overall of Agent Carter. I mean, I like it. Uh, it's what it is. is It's a, basically a detective show. It's all, it's about mysteries and like misdirections and all that stuff. It's copying, copying the same kind of formula as last year um, where someone doesn't get where Agent Carter isn't trusted and she doesn't she's not being respected sort of. Um, I like it. I think uh, Jarvis's character is really funny. I like this week's episode with Howard Stark. He had some great lines. 
We're seeing the formation of, is it Madame Mask? Is that her name? Yeah, she's, uh, that Whitney Frost is going to be Whitney Frost. Madame Mask yeah. with a Q. Q-U-E. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. I, th- I thought the, uh, what's the black guy's name? Wilkes. Wilkes. Uh, I like the him being like phasing out, and I, I like the his character being brought back because he seems like a genuinely nice character. Everyone seems like very. Wilkes plays his character very like cheery. They're, they're like so golly 1940s. gee! It's, I mean, it's nineteen forty-seven. Yeah, I knew he wasn't yeah. going to be dead too. I I was like, he's not dead. He's no, dead. of course not. Uh, I like Haley Atwell's awesome. She's great to look at and a great, great actress too. Rugs so. doesn't buy. Rugs doesn't buy the Haley Atwell, do you, Rugs? No, I think she's a great actress. I think that the, that they made the character wrong to like they're forcing her to be this thing that she's not. I think they should have written her character to be a little different. Like they're trying to make her an everything ass kicker, like every kind of suit, you know, like 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 Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Like you can do everything. And I think it, it doesn't work for me because she doesn't feel as athletic. You know, when you look at her, she seems like kind of like doughy, you know, and like. And, you know, she doesn't really sell the action. He's, you could tell they cut right to a stunt woman in most of these things. She, but she so, was working uh, out on that punching bag in that one scene, although those punches didn't look very impressive, I got to tell you. Dude, that punching machine, if you look at that thing, that thing is rattling around like it's barely standing there. Like, <laughs> that thing must must weigh nothing, those bags. It was just like jumping. It was like bouncing around. The the bag, the heavy bag itself. The yeah. whole thing. The, Watch the whole thing. Oh, the, the whole rig, thing the was shaking. Time. Yeah. Watch closely, Imran. You were looking, <laughs> looking at her boobs. That's what I was doing, too. I like her boobs. She had a boob window in this, which I appreciated. When she was hiding under that table. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was, there was a little Howard bit Stark had a good good, good boob line. He was like, I don't think you can dress up as something about dressing up in a man. He's like, I, I see two reasons why this will never work <laughs> to her. Uh, I know, I, and she gave him like the shit look. Yeah, I liked how Howard Stark was filming a comic book movie. Did you catch that? Little, there's a lot yeah, of little a meta like, joke. Yeah, and he did the he did the female commentary too. Where he's like, I don't think you could play a cowboy. She like wants to be a cowboy. That's and right. He's like, yeah. I don't think so. Female and then she's like, well, but but you're uh, filming a movie about a comic book. Like she, it's just a meta reference. I think there were, I read online that it was a subtle shot at Marvel Studios. Oh, really? That's interesting. Because they keep delaying Captain Marvel and getting a woman. Oh, that line. Because I thought role. that Agent uh, Carter was more, it was coming from Marvel Studios and not Marvel Television. Yeah. But I don't know. They want, they're clamoring for like a lead female movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. That's what they want. So, no, I like this episode. I liked the uh, learning more about this arena club. Because uh, we finally get find out what the pin is. I love Howard Stark was in. And they're like a secret Illuminati that controls the media uh, and can change guy things. Illuminati. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> they're uh, they're uh, Chadwick. They're making Chadwick senator. Uh, and I love how – I love when Peggy called Thompson out for being a coward finally. Because that guy – I hate that fucking guy. The guy who came from New York, uh, the other yeah. the other detective. Chad Michael Murray's Yeah. He plays such a great a- dick. Yeah, he does. He plays a great dick, but he's also like, he plays it well because he, he plays a dick, but then he also plays the fact that he kind of has a conscience and has like, he knows that there's something up, but he's underplaying that. So like he can be extremely unlikable and then being like, all right, I kind of can see this guy being all right. I mean, he was when uh, the Kirkwood Smith was pressing him, he was kind of playing both sides for a second until he realized yeah. that these fuckers just want to destroy and keep everything quiet and what is really going on here. 
Yeah. I'm enjoying the fact that there's kind of layers to this story. Like we still, even though we know what the arena club is, we still not are all not all that sure about that FBI guy, what his intentions are. We know that he's up to no good. And we're we're kind of still figuring out Whitney Frost and what her now we figured out she's a genius scientist. So like there's more and more stuff being revealed. So that dark force matter, it turned Wilkes and he it shoved him into another wavelength of light. Yeah. Uh, and I love how Stark figure has a formula. Of course, coincidentally, he's been working on a formula to see all kinds of wavelengths. And he shows up. So is that why the stuff was floating around Peggy? Was he like picking things yeah, up? Yeah, she was trying to he was trying to distract or like get her attention oh. so he's picking things up. Oh, that makes sense now. Like things that are light enough for him to pick up. And if and he was just But like if he can interact with matter, why can't why do they walk through him? I don't that, that I don't understand. Yeah, you know sense. he watched her shower also. You know he did. That's what he was doing. I would if I was uh, in a but, different wavelength. Well yeah, I mean if you if you before you die or you get sent off to the non-physical wavelength, you make out with Peggy Carter, Haley Atwell, of course you're going to fucking watch her show. I'm going to follow her everywhere, and she That's the least he could do. There. He was going to bang that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're going to get together. Yeah. She was flirting with a ghost. Like, that was funny. <sighs> the, only thing, the only thing that's weird is her, I don't like the love triangle thing. Oh, Peggy yeah. Carter. I said that last week. There's always this, she likes him, but he likes her, but she's into him, and none of them get together. Uh, I hate that shit. I don't like that. They should just give one boob to one guy and one boob to the other guy. There's enough for everyone. <laughs> oh, I don't think either I mean, guy yeah. can. Hand, I don't think either guy can handle even one of her boobs. Uh, no. Exactly. <laughs> so they'll knock her. I, out. I mean, if, if I had to pick, if I had to pick, I'd have her hook up with Souza just because uh, to go the dichotomy there. from going from like the perfect guy in Chris Evans to like a guy that's like kind of hand, handicapped. It makes sense for her character. Like her character is the type to not recognize any of that and. I bet those two will get together maybe by the they end. Will. They but will. Something's going to screw up. He wants to marry that girl. I love that this is the birth of the voice of Jarvis as the security system. Geek Mooner. He adds his voice to the door and then Jarvis goes, I have no desire spending the rest of my life as a disembodied voice. And I was like, oh shit, that's the, that's the birth of Jarvis. Did you guys catch, I mentioned this to you and run off air, but did you guys catch that uh, Jarvis's wife? Isn't really American. She was saved in World War, saved from the Holocaust by Jarvis. By Jarvis. Wow! So he was yeah. in the war. I like Mrs. Jarvis. So what is she? I don't know. She was. She had an accent towards the end, and I couldn't figure out what it was. I mean, she's obviously Jewish, but I don't know what from what country she's from because she had she 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 downplayed her American thing and started talking her real accent. Which I mean, yeah. that's pretty historically accurate if you think about the immigrants of the time that they all changed their name they all were kind of refugees and hiding out uh just of what fucking hitler was doing over there uh i like here's that a, motherfucker hitler <laughs> listen the only lesson is all i'm gonna say about donald trump is that oh here we go listen just listen hold on oh shit as fucking ridiculous and as you might not take him serious, people also did not take Hitler seriously when he started his bullshit. Just – that's all I'm going to say. So just keep an eye out, people. Keep both of your eyes on that fucker. Uh, so we found out that, that Whitney Frost is also – she's not Whitney Frost. Her name is Agnes Cully and she's like the brains behind Isodyne and she has – this black goo that comes out of her. Yay, black goo. Terrific. What is with all the black goo lately? Have you noticed there's black goo in everything? It reminded me of uh, that Venom, Venom? There's TV black goo show, and Venom. TV yes. thing on YouTube. Yes. 
There's, no, that one, that YouTube with Ryan Quant. Rich, yeah. What's Quantin? Quantin. What, Ryan, the Australian, Ryan Quantin. Uh, yeah. That was a great fan film. But Venom is black goo. In that Suicide Squad trailer, there's like some weird black goo. In Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. There's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. There's kind of black goo, which was that monolith. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the movie Lucy, there's black goo. <laughs> yeah. So what's with all the black goo? There's, and all of the aliens because films they can't use white goo because it like jizz. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Okay, there it is. Okay, that's fair question enough. answered. Fair enough. I'll buy that. It's just uh, what another... color goo would you like? <laughs> I wanted to look like blue goo. Blue. I wanted to look like the shit in Double Dare when you got slimed. Why can't it just look like that? Yeah, green goo. <laughs> uh, so what happens at the end is that dude Thompson finally realized Peggy was telling the truth. Because he's there with Chadwick in the club, and the the headline that she had saw the two headlines, uh, he sees exactly that weirded headline, ankled something about ankled, and he's like, "Oh shit, this is crazy!" And then that's when uh, Frost sucks her that dude in. Uh, well, I don't think he. Pump. I mean, I think he kind of believed Peggy. Yeah. Just because he was already withholding stuff from that FBI guy. Yeah, he didn't give him that film um, right away. He didn't give him the film. And she and hasn't he been wrong yet. Yeah, Peggy's always been right. Peggy's always right, and this just so, confirms it. Then, yeah, uh, he has to say no because he's got to be a dick about it. But like, he really does believe it. He's. Turning. I keep whenever I see that guy on screen, I think of that guy playing the character on RoboCop. Wait. The, oh what's, yeah. What's a, oh, Kirkwood Smith. Yeah, Robocop. he was also yeah. the dad on that '70s show. He's the father. Kirkwood Smith is a great actor. He's and he plays a great evil dick. Uh, no, I'm digging this show so far. What do we got? Like, is it eight episodes total or six? I forget. It's not a whole bunch. And we're three in. Uh, so. I'm okay with it. I, I I want a little bit more oomph, but let's let's see what happens. You never know what they got planned for this one. It'll get there. Moving on, fellas. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Stick around, blabbers. After the show, we're going to open it up and geek out with you guys. But right now, I got to do this. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. And that's only because we're going to talk about this week's episode of The Flash. Second season, episode 11. Oh. The Reverse Flash Returns. Geek boner. Uh, that title just deserves a geek boner. I, this, a whole bunch of cool shit happened in this episode. This was a really fun, crazy episode. Uh, and I really liked it. Yeah, I I agree. I read a review on Birth Movies Death that kind of changed my view a little bit on it. <laughs> we'll get to that. But I know yeah. we'll get to that. But initial thought when I watch is, wow, there's a lot of shit going on in this episode, and I'm thoroughly entertained by every segment. Absolutely, we find out that uh, he Wells did kill Turtle. He popped that thing out of his head, and, and uh, he's trying to use it to slow Zoom down. Which I don't know why I didn't put that together in the last episode. Uh, and then sure, a moron. Well, yeah. And then Wells two, <laughs> Wells two, and Cisco working together to fine tune his power was fucking awesome. Because I love how he scared the crap out of him first, putting on the the costume and being the reverse, like the Harrison Wells reverse Flash. And he figures out that fear triggers this, and he builds it into the goggles, and they can control it. And Cisco's like, "I am full on vibing here." He's having one long orgasm. Because that's that's what always happens when <laughs> that's he talks. How he looks, up. yeah. That's what he looks like. Uh, I also love when they have the Doctor Christina McGee on, because she's played by the same actress who played her in the '90s show. Again, geek boner. Just lots of fun with the, the these universes. Amanda Pays. Amanda Pays mm-hmm. plays the same character. 
Um, and so we find out, we see Thawne. Now, did this, did, did that explanation of why Thawne was there make sense to you guys? So, uh, it, it hurt my head a little bit, to be honest. It's very simple. But, I don't like that loopy thing. That loopy thing, I wasn't into the loopy thing. He's a timeline remnant. Basically. You have to think, you have to think of each timeline like, as, as its own thing. That even though if you, I, I, it's so weird. Yeah. I just think it's like when you take a shit and then you flush the toilet and there's still something left. That's the time remnant. Oh, yeah. It's the remnant. Okay, that's not a bad analogy. Maybe not entirely accurate, but basically, look. Well, yeah, like they did the loop, <laughs> and then there's still something left. It didn't flush. It came back up, and from, look, the thorn from later, before he goes back to then to kill Barry's mom, shows up in the now. That's it. Does that make your because head Because of the speed force. Because Right? Because in the... Theoretically, like he should have been wiped out of the timeline completely because of the dude killed himself. But right, I, yes. that, that was the only thing that was confusing. But if they were saying that like another timeline is its own story, and that in that timeline he's always going to be born in that timeline, like it doesn't fuck with that. Oh, but it's was, so fucking. I weird. was thinking more of like there's this in the Speed Force, you're outside of time and you can get caught and then and get reabsorbed. Also, it's kind of like in Legends of Tomorrow, like. He hangs out in the Rave Rider in this, like, time limbo area. Like, it's just, like, it's all fucking bullshit. He just got caught outside of this timeline. But but the cool thing was, because of that, this is when he learns about all of them. This is his origin story. I love that yeah, I twist. Like that. that was amazing. I like that. It, I, I like that it's his origin story. I, I don't fully understand still what the, you know, like, how he's really in this universe. But I accepted it and... And it was kind of, kind of reminded me of Terminator, where this is yeah. always going to happen. Exactly. No, that's He's this is going to come back at this time and figure out who Barry Allen is. This is Terminator timeline rules, and uh, a little. Yeah, I still don't understand his motivation, though. I still don't understand Reverse Flash's whole deal. Like, why he gives a shit about the Flash? I mean, he's he's a speedster. He's got powers. He replicated the experiment. He became fast. So what's the big deal? Why does he have to fucking want to kill him, dude? Yeah, his his hate sense. was his hate was still kind of ambiguous. I was like, why do you hate me? It was like. Well, I wanted to be you, and then I realized that you would always stop me. From what? Wait, yeah, so and even Barry was like, even Barry didn't believe it. He was like, I don't, what? He's like, it's like wait, he's like, you were old, were you old, like you wanted to be me, and yet now I'm you're that my idol is stopping me. But what are you stopping me from? Like, if I'm Ebor Thawne, what was I doing bad things with this power? Like, he, what were you stopping? He hates us because he ain't us, people. That's it. I just, yeah. I read it as, like, he wanted to be better than Barry, and he couldn't be Barry, and now he's just a fucking dick, and he's pissed, and now he wants to kill Barry. Yeah, it's very it's very thin yeah. motivation. It's strange. Yeah, he hates us because yeah. he ain't us. That's it's what I thin. say. He, I love Barry for the, have we seen him, like, phase through a wall like that? Barry shows up at the last minute to save Christina McGee. Because Cisco vibed the future. I think that's also a first. I always thought he vibed like the recent past or the present. But he actually vibed the future. And then Barry phased Wait, through yeah. a wall. Where, where were you referring to about him phasing through a wall? So after, remember, after Cisco sees what happens, that she gets killed, he's running over there. And that's about to happen. He's about to, uh, Thawne's about to vibrate through Amanda, uh, right. Christina McGee. And then he comes through the wall. And, he came and through the wall, yeah, he phases. I don't remember seeing that. He phases right through the wall and saves her at the last minute, and then he destroys the time machine. 
And this is in the yeah, this is in the beginning. Yes. yes, because then when Wells is like, look, you gotta let him go. You got he has to get back so that all this can happen. Unfortunately, you have to let go. And he goes, I destroyed the time machine. And then they come up with that plan. All right, you guys just run around real fast and you throw him into the hole. And uh apparently that works in time travel. Hmm. Yeah, that makes no sense either. But like, yeah, <laughs> I went with it. Yeah, you just I just got to ro- you just had to roll with it. It yeah. was fun seeing I I liked this because it was fun seeing him beat Reverse Flash finally, even if it wasn't Reverse Flash at his peak game. He fi- like cuz the last episode of the last season, he never really kicked Reverse Flash's ass. He was going to lose again. It was just the fact that uh Eddie Thawne killed himself, but this time we finally got to see him whoop yeah. some ass on the Reverse Flash. Dude, Barry was being- I don't understand that. What? Barry's being uh, because badass. the whole motivation for Reverse Flash is that he cannot be as good as Flash. But every time that we've seen the Reverse Flash, he's been kicking Barry's ass up and down the, the world. I interpreted it as the Flash at this point in this time is still not as good as he's going to be. And from, So he's going to be a lot more of a challenge. Yeah, and I think he's improved so much because he's prepared for Zoom that he can finally kick the Reverse Flash of that time when he's not as fully developed. If this oh. makes any fucking sense. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it, but it's, 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 it's a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's, okay, wait. Well, before we get to the, the Zoom thing at the end, that was very exciting. What did you guys think of the whole Patty Berry relationshipy thing going on there? I think it was handled okay. I mean, it, they wanted, I don't like that they hate, like, Right, the way the writers do this is like they're like, okay, we have to write off this character, so now out of so- nowhere we're gonna have to break him up, yeah. and it's gonna be an irrational breakup. So like everything's going well. I don't want to see Patty Spivitt's character go away. I thought she was really cool. I, um, I, they had to. I, get- they, I just don't. I, I don't think they, they're able to write relationships as well as they they should because relationships wow. in real life don't play out the way they write them. I, I, at, yeah. for, at the beginning when like. First, Barry's being difficult, and then Patty's being difficult. I was really annoyed. I was like, what is all... But I like how they tied it into Patty... The revelation that Patty's figured out that Barry's Flash. And she's trying... That was cool. I like that she figures it out. I was glad she figured it out. She figured it out too easy. No, but she's smart. She should have figured it out sooner. She should have figured it out way sooner. She's a detective, though. Yeah. She should have figured it out way sooner. But I like that, that it led to that her confronting him. And basically... Telling him, look, tell me you're the Flash and I'll stay. And uh, that was a pretty good emotional scene where she cried and walked away, blah, blah, blah. And then she tricks him at the end. And I was like, you sneaky little patty. But they're good now. So I think she may come back. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what the point of all that was. Now they're now they're connected. She didn't look like she had any bags packed or anything on that train. Just I mean, it was, just, it was just written. Bags I mean, underneath. It's written weird because she like is untrusting of him. And then, like, he should just tell her first off. Yeah. Like, yeah. he should just tell her. So that's the first frustrating thing. The second frustrating thing is, okay, so now my girlfriend at the time is going to be like, all right, I'm leaving. Fuck off. And then she comes back and is expecting me to want her back and be like, oh, no, no. Just beg for me to come back. Like, no, fuck no, you. Like, annoying. go away. That like, was Bar- annoying. Like, her, rash, her thinking behind getting Barry back was kind of flawed, too. It's like, you just told me that we're this is going great and now you want to fucking leave 
and now you want me to beg for me to come back? Like, but, come but I thought Barry Barry finally was making smart decisions where he's like, I don't want to tell her because I don't want another person to get hurt. Like that's the thing. It's like, right. why are you telling people? Everyone you tell, they are in immediate danger. And also Barry being a uh, badass a little bit. I like that. He's like, I'm gonna kill this mother. He's like, you killed my mom when he hasn't yet. But the beatdown he gave Thawn was awesome, and I was like, good for Barry. He's lashing out a little bit. Uh, and he needed that. Now, while all this is going on, there's a third little subplot that ends very interestingly. Uh, Caitlin and Jay, Jay's dying because he doesn't have the speed force. They, her idea is like, I'll find your doppelganger, right? I'll use your DNA. And she's like, there's nobody here named Jay Garrick. And he goes, yeah, there isn't. Uh, but I'll show you why. Meet me in the park tomorrow. And she's like, what the fuck? Why don't you just tell me now? He goes, no, I want to show you. So they string this whole thing around. Turns out they're sitting there in the park and his doppelganger sitting there. And he goes... I found him, and his name isn't Jay Garrick. He was adopted. His name is Hunter Solomon. Oh, shit. Geek boner. Talking nerd. Uh, that was crazy. Hunter Zolomon. So the non-comic book fan yes, let's is explain Hunter Zolomon is, is Zoom. Is a Zoom. He's a version of Zoom in the comics, and he is a rev- another itineration of the reverse Flash that is the arch enemy of Wally West Flash. Yes. So, wow. is Zoom and in this show uh, <laughs> Jay Garrick's Earth One doppelganger hair? I have an email from uh, uh, a listener. We and he actually wrote in last weekend or last week, Anthony Clegg, and we read his email. He says Jay Garrick is Zoom. He said his Earth One counterpart was called Hunter Zolomon, who is a DC character called Zoom. I think that's quite cool. Never thought of him as he is from Earth Two. But what if Earth Two Zoom is actually from Earth One? Thank you for writing in, Anthony Clegg. Uh, I, and that, uh, that's a good little twist on that whole thing. I did not see that coming. Do you, got, do you guys know Hunter Zolomon's like, motivation for why he hates Flash? Uh, a little bit. He was, wasn't he, he, like you said, he was friends with Wally West. He's Wally West villain primarily. He, I don't know. He idolizes Wally West and something tragic, I think, happens in his life. And he asks Wally West to go back and change the past. Oh, he gets paralyzed in, in a, a wheelchair. Yes. Yeah. Right. He asks Wally West to like use his powers and change it. And Wally West is like, no, I can't fuck with the time stream. He and that's doing it, bro. Sorry. Yeah. And so and then he, tr- somehow he tries to do it himself using the cosmic treadmill and there's right. an explosion and he gets powers. Uh, th- let me go through real quick. There's been a bunch of reverse flashes. So some of these names they might throw around and, and there's some cool tie-ins to the show even. For example, the first reverse, reverse flash, his name was Edward Claris, uh, also known as Rival. And he was the flash from the 40s, the, uh, the Golden Age flash, right? Next one is Eobard Thawne, okay. also known as Professor Zoom. He first appears in 1963. Next one is Hunter Zolomon, also known as Zoom, who we just explained, friends with Wally West, and has not appeared in the comic books post-Flashpoint, this reverse Flash, which is also kind of interesting. Interesting. Another one is Thaddeus Thawne, also known as Inertia. Inertia appeared in a, a title called Impulse, issue 51, and was created by none other, we've had him on the show, Todd DeZago and Mike Oringo. Check out Jock and Nerd. Yeah, check out Jock and Nerd episode 37. We have an awesome show with Todd DeZago. Uh, and he was created as a reverse impulse because I believe they invented impulse. Hmm. And then also, let's get back to the uh, Daniel West. Oh, you, wait, you got one more? There's one more. Daniel West in the new 52. Iris's brother oh. is a reverse flash. All right. There's a lot of reverse. Cool. Flashes. Let's get back to the just the review in the show, though. Like, I thought that was a cool reveal. I think Jay Garrick, so far, though, this whole season. 
He's been useless. He's been kind of underplayed, yeah, undervalued a little bit. I've wanted to learn more about Jay Garrick because he seems like a cool character. He's a cool character in the comics, and we haven't got much Jay Garrick. I mean, is he just there to pull out Hunter Solomon and make him zoom? I don't know. Uh-huh. I want more Jay Garrick. You want more Jay Garrick? Okay. Do you think? Do you think that's actually Jay Garrick? I don't know. It could be a twist for sure. Oh, you mean anything's did, possible, right? Uh, yeah, nice pocket shot. You don't think that Jay Garrick is even Jay, Jay Garrick? Jay Garrick went away, and, he, and then this guy shows up with a new haircut. Oh, you're saying that this the person that's currently Jay Garrick in these last couple episodes might not actually be Jay Garrick. It might be someone else. Yeah, remember the haircut? All of a sudden, there was no explanation. He just got a haircut for no reason. He had like bulky hair, and then all of a sudden, he's got the Short cropped hair, hmm. and he comes uh, in with a leather jacket right. and looking hmm. more badass. All of a sudden, what's up? I didn't notice it. I I don't. If I had to guess, I don't think it's going to be a different Jay Garrick from what we've seen in prior episodes. But it could be. I'm just pointing out those yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Warren? Warren's here, guys. Uh, th- awesome. But man, that this this everything from the Cisco stuff to the uh, the Zoom reveal. There was a lot. Great, great show. Do you want me to point out the the one thing that I point out? Yeah, to you this up here? is actually hilarious, and I didn't even think about this until you pointed it out. Um, so this, I have no credit for f- discovering this. Anyone could discover it, but it was first pointed out to me on birthmoviesdeath.com. But so in this episode, did you guys realize that we had to deal with four imminent deaths? Oh in one shit! Episode? Four people of, of characters dying or almost dying or dying or going to die or going to die. So Doctor Christina McGee. Yep. Was gonna die. Yeah, she dies in the Jay no, Garrick. Yeah, dying. He's gonna die. Uh, Wally West, mom, she's dying. on her deathbed. Yep. Cisco Ramon, gonna die. <laughs> almost blank. <laughs> four guys, four people with <laughs> imminent death in this episode. It's a lot of almost dying. Cisco is gonna blink out of, of existence. Like, Everybody like, almost dies on that show. It's like what? Like when you think back to it, I mean, I didn't realize at the time. But I was like, wait. Why did you do all four in one episode? <laughs> Why would you burn all four imminent deaths in so one episode? If, if Flash is the show where everyone almost dies, Arrow is definitely the show where people die and then they come back to life. That's just their... Is, uh, that, each is, one that, has our tra- their, is that our transition to talk about Arrow? that's going to be our transition. Let's spoil some shit, Batman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. From a great spoiler disclaimer from the rugs. Uh, this, this, uh, welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast again. If you're just joining us, we're talking about this week's latest episode of Arrow on the CW. Season 4, episode 11, uh, titled AWOL, the military uh, term. And uh, this, again, I also thought was a really good episode. Uh, we've had, we have a shocking death. Uh, we have a non-Oliver flashback uh, and a lot of stuff. Yeah, not as much happened in this episode as Flash for sure. But that, it, no, it was, uh, not it was as much. Solid. I thought it was hilarious. Speaking of, you know, the we always say Arrow has the wild, wacky shooting. So in the beginning, that little scene where they're chasing down the van and like Diggle grabs onto the van, he's hanging off, and then Layla is running after, like shooting at Diggle hanging off the van. I'm like. You're running and shooting. There's no way you're that good of a shot. Like, why are you shooting at him? He's just, he's right there hanging off the van. Of course, he doesn't get hit. But That was um, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing in the episode. Yeah. Go ahead. My favorite thing in the episode was uh, 
Slutty Gothlicity. Gothlicity, yes. <laughs> Geek Boner. Let's talk about Gothlicity. That was a that was a great reveal. I thought she was actually like I thought it was like something supernatural at first, and then it's kind of weird. I thought it was kind of she, weird. She's taking medication for her accident. She's in a wheelchair, and I think the medication gives her hallucinations. And she's looking at herself from when she before she cleaned herself up, and she was like kind of a criminal. She was kind of like a badass hacker. And she was she's dressed in goth clothes and she has black hair and, and black lipstick. And she probably would bang a lot of guys. Dude, that, you know what? Both, both versions then, of, of Felicity are pretty sexy. But this is her like her fear and her hopelessness and her depression kind of manifesting itself. And it, I liked it. It was like her. Right. Ba- it was her battle with that side of her and with her fear. The Gothlicity is just chirping Felicity the whole episode. It's hilarious. She's like, you suck. You screwed this up. What are you doing? You wasted your life. Look at you now. Uh, it was good stuff. I enjoyed it. But eventually. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of weird, but <laughs> I took it. From eventually yeah, I mean, she does. The thing is, is that it was handled unevenly. That's the thing. You thought it was gone and then it came back and then you thought it was gone again and then it came back. You didn't know. You don't know when it where where it is. Rugs, it's ending. at Michael Murray in the comment box here wants to know, uh, why is there a doll? Can we please, uh, that's very offensive to Rug Boy. You can't call him a doll. What is he talking about? I don't know. What's There's a doll, doll here. Where well, is Jordan, Jordan is a doll. We jo- like her. Oh, Jordan is a girl. doll baby cake. Look, there's a... Listen. Uh, there's a there's a Pakistani, a there's a, a half uh, white guy Filipino, and there's a 100% felty American. Uh, I don't know what this doll is you're talking about. Yeah. Rugboy is the shit. Uh, All right, let's ignore this guy. Let's keep going. <laughs> okay, so the I'm other... not explaining anything. <laughs> <laughs> so the main storyline involved Diggle and Andy and this organization called Shadow Spire, who Diggle ran with these guys back in the stand. Do people talk like that? Is that a thing? He said that. Because, yeah, I ran with these guys back in the know. stand. I'm not, I'm not military. It, but which stand? It could have been, I mean, obviously Afghanistan. There's a lot of stands. I just thought he'd be a little more specific. There's a lot of stand. Probably, he was probably referring to Uzbekistan. Now, it had to be well, Afghanistan if they're trying to, like, make him a real. Nah, I know. Anyways, I these, know. it was cool. These flashbacks were not all these flashbacks, but they had Baron Ryder in there to tie it all together with the maps and the, and the, the island flashbacks from previous. Uh, and these guys are like war profiteers, and uh, Diggs and Andy were in their command. And that's when Andy start to go a little shady or it, he was shady. Well, he's always been kind of shady. Yeah. He just was trying to, he was following his brother's footsteps of going straight and narrow, but he was, he never really wanted to do that. And while John thought the military would straight him out, it actually just got him deeper into more uh, corrupted him. Even yeah, more, corrupt because I, that's uh, I didn't notice that you will get corrupt. If you go in the military, uh, we got a lot of code work, code names. We found out. I didn't know they're calling Dickle Spartan. Has they ever called him that before? They've been calling him that. Oh, they have? Yeah, that's been his code name for a little oh, bit. Oh, I did not know that. But Goth Felicity has a has a code name now, too. And there was a nice little Overwatch. Nice, nice little throwback. He goes Overwatch. Then he goes, uh, Oracle was taken, which is a little Geek uh, nice nod, little nod. nod to the Barbara Gordon to an, Oracle. To another uh, to another wheelchair all knowing person. Yeah. So, yeah. But I don't know what he meant by that. Like, is there a person? Does the bat universe nah, exist it's, it's in It's a Arrowverse? wink. It's a wink. Uh, it's Dude, don't overthink fucking it. Fucking nothing. God damn yeah. it. They always get me with that. Uh, so basically the big thing here is what are they trying to do? They're, tr- they're looking for uh, – A shadow spire was, was basically doing a front on getting these weapons, but they were really – 
there was a distraction. They were trying to attack artists, Argus to get the something. Some I don't even know what it was. They were trying to get some bullshit that Mauler wouldn't give up. And again, I didn't Mahler like at one lies. point the Shadow Spire shows up right when they first get to Waller, and they all have guns, right? And then the big battle scene where everyone's fighting these guys. Nobody's fucking shooting anybody. What happened to all the guns? Like, there's no guns. Like, you just had guns, and these guys have arrows. What are you doing? My my problem with that is if Argus is supposed to be, like, the shield equivalent in DC, you'd imagine their fucking base is, like... Yeah, how the fuck they get in there? Hard to fucking get into. Yeah, it was that how easy. How the hell is Shadow Spire getting in there? Plus, they didn't check easy. the basement to see that there was, like, dudes down there, like Andy and Diggle were down there, and I guess you can hack a TV to return a transmission and call people or some <laughs> shit. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. Uh, yeah. But the the big, big, big oh, shit. moment was Lieutenant Joyner shoots Amanda Waller in the head and kills her. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. No. And uh, I think this is just them. She can't be dead, really. No, she's dead, dude. Well, you, I, you think it's because of the movies, I right? I think they're Emma? cleaning house for Suicide Squad. They killed Deadshot. They're, there's no Suicide Squad. They're killing Waller. They're just cle- wipe cleaning house for so that they can uh, have their properties so, over there. That's what I think. Are they going to bring a new person to lead Argus? Well, so this puts Diggle and Layla in an interesting position because Layla had left, but she still has codes to the Rubicon and can get in there or some shit. Like, don't you think they would have deleted her email and passwords once the fucking she left? But apparently not. (laughs) So I think they're going to get sucked back in to Argus and maybe Layla is going to be in charge. But then I think in the grave. That, see, that led me to think that maybe it's not Andy kills Diggle, and they're mad at no, Andy. No, no one's crying that Waller's dead. Let's no, just it's get not this Waller. That's no, the thing. no one gives a fuck that Waller's dead. Yeah, no, that's that. Waller's like the worst human. Plus, we also don't know if Felicity can walk in that scene because we just saw her sitting in a car. I thought about that too. So I don't know. Yeah. They said in this episode they say the doctors say it's permanent. They tell her it's permanent that she's not going to walk. No, but then, but Ollie literally says she's going to be cured. He goes, I, we're in a world now where people can run fucking yeah, that's true. Uh, Sarah Lance is back. Like we're in this new world. We will find a cure. Basically, Ray Palmer can build her a fucking suit around her legs to get her walking or some shit. The more we talk about this episode, yeah, the more I realize I don't know if I liked it. Really? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we had so much momentum coming off of uh, like I'm more interested in Damien Dark. I don't. I didn't like this side, like yeah. Shadow Spire. There was thing. no now that Damien I think about Dark it, at all. All all that we got was Waller's dead. Okay, whatever. Waller's a huge bitch and doesn't. We don't give a fuck about Waller. Yeah, she was not really. She hasn't really done person. ever anything. Yeah, she's not. A yeah, good she really hasn't done anything. The only thing we got really out of this episode was uh, like Diggle's brothers kind of back on like being a little bit on the straight and narrow. That's the only thing we got. Yeah. There was no momentum towards Dark and like Ollie's conflict, and there was a they they built a huge thing off of that in the last episode. I thought, uh, yeah, like, there mean, was a lot of momentum following that. They yeah, they kind of stepped away from that uh, for a second st- just, a to a break from uh, just to kill Waller, just to kill just to kill Waller, and like I don't care who Shadow Spire. I don't give a fuck about Shadow. I, that's Spire. an actual. I think that's from the comic books too. But yeah, we never met them oh, for sure. I will. I do gotta say, I loved. Uh, hey. I, I like seeing Speedy Canary and Green Arrow like together jumping off things. They look pretty fucking cool. At least they didn't use that stupid screen this time. Oh, that screen it looks cool. weird. It looks bad. Um, screen. Remember in the beginning of Arrow, like, didn't Diggle have like a sister or something? He had a, like a uh, hot sister. No, no, he, he, that was uh, Andy's wife in the beginning of Arrow, and he like had the hots. For, they like they were like hooking up. Oh, 
yeah, that yeah. could come into play still. Then, well, he because he, he mentions like why he's pissed at Andy that Andy left his wife and his child, like without telling anybody and pretending that he's yeah, they haven't brought her back in a while. Yeah, she could be used as a piece. No mention. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. Uh, let's get back to the Damien Dark stuff. I like that. This was this was all. I like but, that. Yeah. yeah, but this was all about Andy and Diggle and Waller. Um, but good show. All right, guys, we got one more left. Let's do it. The Chalk and Podcast. Thanks for joining us in the blab. Here's your spoiler alert. Prepare to be spoiled. <laughs> Uh, what show are we talking about? Uh, we are going to talk about Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, if you guys hang out in the blab, uh, once we wrap up, we'll open up and geek out. This is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. We are now talking about Legends of Tomorrow, Season 1, Episode 2. This pilot was broken up into two parts. It's called Pilot Part 2. And Jordan, watch that. I'll start. Okay, I'll go. Start. I didn't watch it, so I don't have anything to oh, say. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Lame. Not funny. I, I was going to try to watch it prior to this show, and... Full disclosure, I went out last night and saw Snoop Dogg DJ at a club. Wait, there's a Snoop Dogg DJ? Does he just... Snoop Dogg. Oh, what? Okay. Holy shit, Snoop where was that? Dog. He's like, let me show you what I got on my iPod. The he Snoop... Was, uh, he's not... So he, Snoop Dogg was Snoop DJ last night at a club in Chicago. He, no, he uh, he goes by DJ Snoopadelic. Holy shit, what club, dude? Was it like a big... Uh, Bears like, club, yeah. It's, like was it a, a, a promoted event or was it like he's just showing up? Yeah, no, he was was promoted. What was he mixing? But, uh, what was he spinning? He was playing like old school hip hop and nice. the new hip hop. He played like all like you know, ain't nothing but a G thing. But to be, I hope he's not actually. If he is watching, Snoop's, that's awesome. Snoop's but listening. Yeah, if he's listening, right? He's not that good at DJing. He sucks. He's he's literally like pressing play like he was not good. He was he was smoking a blunt though up on the Damn on the uh, stage. The whole club smelled like weed, and this club is like very high end lounge, like high end business. People walk into this place, and it was very odd that it smelled like weed the entire time. <laughs> hey, I bet it sounded very great odd. to him. Coolest that club has ever been. I think you're just <laughs> you've become an EDM snob, Anthony, and can't appreciate a good hip hop DJ. It's not the fact that he can, couldn't <laughs> the hip hop. It's the fact that he couldn't mix the songs together in any foreseeable way like it was just like all right end a song next one snoop it's easy when one song's about to end just start the next one and you'll be no fine. there's more to that DJ oh i guess so. he's snoop he could do whatever the fuck he wants that would have been awesome oh, dude i but, can't believe snoop is in chicago he was so that is why i tried watching the episode of legends of tomorrow getting it back to legends of tomorrow prior to this episode but i only had like three hours of sleep and i fell asleep during the show that's a jock thing so i'm that's sorry cool you know who cares a jock said that watch it he's out. all grown up <laughs> did you watch last week last week yeah. okay no but talk about this week so okay so, so go ahead this thing picks up they're still in 75 they're in norway and they're at this arm yeah. they're at this like arms terrorist bazaar because uh they think savage is going to be a buyer but he's a seller. That art, that warhead that he stole at the end of the last episode, he's selling this uh, at this terrorist bazaar. But uh, Rip Hunter is like, you guys are stupid. You don't know what you're doing. You can't fuck with time. I don't suggest you do this. And they're all cocky and they leave anyway. What? But, like, this motherfucker doesn't even go with them and no. help them. He's just like, all right, well, I'm going to stay here. You guys fuck up time. I don't think Rip left the Wave Rider the whole episode. He didn't leave the, the, the ship. Yeah. At all. He's like, I'm going to take a huge shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just went away, and then everybody else fucked up time. Listen, time traveling makes you really constipated, so he needed a little alone time in the in the time loo, reading some time newspapers. Uh, 
But Anthony, what you missed is your Damien Dark. There's a young Damien Dark there in 75. He's beating on this <laughs> fucking weapon. Yes. So, awesome. yeah, it's awesome. So Stein and apparently the Wave Rider, the Wave Rider has a machine that makes temporally accurate clothing, which is a great fucking MacGuffin contrivance to use. We're like, how do they get the clothes? <laughs> how do they get the clothes every time? Hey, we got a, we got a room over there. It just makes the right clothes for you. So just type in the, type in the dates. Um, they and and at this uh, at this terrorist bazaar, this is how you bid. You fire your gun into the air. Oh shit! That's how they were bidding on this nuclear warhead. It was really funny. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, what did he want to bid? And he ran out of bullets. <laughs> then you have to like shoot someone and take their gun. And so they inadvertently buy the thing, but they don't mean to. And a whole fight breaks out because Savage senses the Hawk people. The firestorm is there. While they're fighting, though, Ray gets a piece of tech knocked off, okay? So they head back to the wave. Let me jump in right here. Yes. Okay. Let me. I don't think we're explaining it good enough, but okay. So they're bidding on a nuclear warhead. Yeah. Vandal Savage is fucking putting a nuclear warhead on, on auction. Yeah, on eBay. All right? Yeah. So then he figures out that these motherfuckers that are bidding on it are not like, you know, guys that he knows or he doesn't know who these are. He he's, suspects them of being something. So he's like, fuck it. I'm going to whatever. And then the jig is up and then everybody starts fighting. So conveniently, there's a big red button on this nuke that just turns it on. <laughs> yeah. He slaps it. That's a good point. There's just like imagine a imagine big- how fucking <laughs> how fucking stupid that is. He's like. Oh well, let me just hit this big red button, and the nuke's gonna go off in a minute. It's like an Office then, Max easy button <laughs> on on top of the thing. Oh my god, it was that was bad. And then yeah, and then the thing so starts. You can continue. Well, and then I mean, it was. I, I, we'll get into what, but like what I know you're near eating the yeah. show, and that that does sound stupid. What like what did you think of it? Like was this? I like I, so I like this show. Look, Rugs last week said it was cheesy, and I caught some of the cheesy dialogue. It is really cheesy. There's dialogue That's like the vibe I got last, last so week at, too. At one point, uh, young so they meet young Doctor Stein Marty, who's like an arrogant ass, and he's like, "Let's go spark a doobie and rap about physics." I'm like, "Really?" People talk like that, and then uh, Fire Firestorm goes, "I don't just burn, pal. I blast things too." Like. Written on the page, these are horrible lines. And uh, but I, I I enjoy this level of cheese with all these heroes. I don't know why I've been enjoying it. I like it's a well, fun they're, they're show. all kind of zany characters. Yeah, I love let, me, let me just jump in right here because I wasn't on last week. Yeah, I did watch the show with a friend who my roommate actually who doesn't uh, watch superhero shows at all. Yeah, and he literally stopped watching after thirty minutes. He thought it was awful. <laughs> So it's, uh, I take that for what it's worth. He, he's not, he doesn't have the, he hasn't been watching arrow or flash. So he's not used to this. Yeah. And yeah, I, but the dialogue is yeah. like Captain cold. It, he's the worst. <laughs> Why is he acting like that? <laughs> I love his cheesy fucking lines. I seen him on fun. prison break. I seen him on prison break. I know that he can act. Okay. All right. I know that this guy, you know, when he used to have a bald head, he could act Wentworth pretty good. Miller. They're just, they told him to like, just be over the top, I guess. Like everything he says yeah. is like this. Yeah, it's, uh, I like to take a shit and not wipe my ass just to fuck with people. Oh, you shit. Know? <laughs> That's a pretty good Captain Cold. I want you to smell me. So, Rug, <laughs> let me let me ask this. <laughs> quick. After two episodes so far, do you like it? Do you like the show or do you think it's too cheesy? I think, okay, this is the, the equation is, all right, uh, it's cheesy. It's, you know, whatever, but it has enough, like, action and fun stuff that's kind of like 
It, I don't know why it feels like Doctor Who-ish to me. I don't know. It's just Chisola Salady. Yeah, Jordan says and, the fights. Uh, she says it has that's potential. what they're trying to do. Yeah. It, you know, when it finds out what it's going to be, maybe it'll be okay. But for me, it's a little too cheesy. It's a interesting show for sure. I, I don't know. I don't know what, what to feel about it because it's a bunch of these zany characters kind of running around and through time, right? Yeah. And And kind of spouting off like, literally comic book lines yeah all the time yeah i mean that's right. what well, i love it's just we gotta give it like four or five episodes right. for everything to kind it of has, meld together and gel it has potential look they were smoking weed in this i loved it sarah the white canary was fighting stoned at one point that's what they implied like they were smoking she stole movies. some joints yeah oh she did she stole weed nice that's the best yeah to- there was at one point of the episode like uh, the young doctor guy he leaves a bunch of joints on the table and she grabs them. I love White Canary. She is so great. She stole three joints to her and said, yeah, she was stoned and she still kicked ass. Look, you're traveling through time. You got to fucking spark a doobie every now and then. It's very stressful. Was, was Hawkman is just as boring and bland as he well, been Well, something so interesting happens well, at the now. end. Yes. Oh, he's dead now? Here's what That's happens. Cool. They figure out this dagger that killed them. That's the dagger they need to kill Savage. Savage has the dagger. They go to his house to get the dagger. She learns the incantation, and Carter is fighting with Savage. He stabs him, and he says the incantation, and Savage just laughs. He goes, you idiot. It's the, it was gifted to Kendra. She has to do this. He pulls the knife out, turns it around, and stabs Carter, and Carter dies again. Good. I hate Carter. And He'll be reincarnated I, again. I, can I jump in? Because I just thought yeah. of something, and yeah. I want to forget it. Yeah. yeah go ahead. Um, I, you know, my memory is bad and I, I confuse things all the time. So just, I want to get it out and get it straightened out before I forget. Of course. Now, when reverse flash comes, he's got his little thingy and he's talking to Gideon, isn't he? Yes. Yes. That's the same Gideon. And the Gideon. thing on the ship Gideon. is Gideon. Gideon, Gideon. voiced by Morena Baccarin, who is also on Gotham and who will also be in Deadpool. Geek Mooner. She's all over the place. And that's the same Gideon. That Barry. So Gideon Vince. is this universal thing that everybody uses. It's like an OS. I think I it is. A, it's a future thing. Yeah, it's a future like future iOS. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a future operating system. Uh, Gideon's oh, awesome. Like they they have like a, a the med bay can just scan people and fix them. So like they don't have to worry about anything on this ship. Like there's a little device that does everything conveniently. Of course. Can I ask you guys something? Because I, I wasn't on last week. I felt Vandal Savage's the explanation for him being back. I, I don't understand. Like, why is he alive again? He was turned into fucking ashes. Oh, remember? the re he, at the end of the Flash Arrow crossover. Yeah, Merlin and Merlin grabbed the ashes. So I feel like we but, may still have an like explanation. Said, I think they said no. They said as long as one cell is yes, alive, he yes. re- regenerates. But I was like, what? He was Ash. That's a good point. I don't know how he came. I've, I'm, I'm guessing Merlin had something to well, do. Like, what was the point of? Like, I don't understand what the point of was of killing him in Flash Arrow, like that. If they were, they knew the whole time he was going to be the big bad in Legends of Tomorrow. Like, because he's, what, no, I just think that, that they can't, they can't, he can't be killed. He's immortal. He's killed a certain way. Yeah, oh, he's immortal. It. He will. He, he will come back. St- like he will always come back in some way. He'll regenerate out of like pure air or whatever. Oh, he'll. Uh, molecules he'll reform until whatever the magic is that has to kill him mm. that magic that made him that way will kill it because he is yeah he's like watch ancient he's immortal I, I, I liked uh i like the back to the future references in the in the sense of uh they called young stein marty 
and uh, his he fucks up at one point. And he causes himself not to meet his future wife, and his wedding ring flashes and disappears, like also like in Back to the Future. That was very Back to the Future. It's very Back to the Future. I like the Back to the Future. The battle scenes are pretty colorful. Colorful, like like Adam and Firestorm flying around look good. The Hawk people, though, they still look like they're hanging from like wires. Like they're just very stiff, and well, like they're being you can't dropped help in. That. Yeah, yeah. Now, I just I just don't like the Hawk people. I don't like that they're even tied yeah. tied into Vandal Savage's origin. Like him having to kill him, kill them all the time. Over I and over I, again. I think it's stupid. It makes Hot Girl too important to the story, I guess. Right, and so her acting is not great. Yeah, <laughs> she's working on it. She's not into she's Carter not either. Like she's like, I don't know, I don't love you, dude. Carter Probably. sucks too. Yeah, he's, he's not a good actor either. He's like, he tried to kiss yeah, her again. He's, he's like, look, we're gonna yeah. we it we fucked up for centuries. Let's just get all right. it over with. <laughs> do you think that this team is fully fleshed out, or do you think that now that they have the, got rid of Carter, they can put someone else in? Hmm. Who could they put in? Constantine. Oh, Constantine would be great. Would, I mean, maybe uh, you know. Whoa. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they they can or not. Put it. Maybe it, there's room for like one guest character. Like uh, Ali's going to be a guest. You know, in the episode six, maybe they try. I would love maybe if they you- tried different people. Maybe Red Arrow or Blue Beetle. Well, also Roy keeps teasing Court Industries. Yeah, they, yeah. No, I don't. They so. can't use Blue Beetle and Booster Gold for because they're making a movie or something. Because uh, of the movie. Yeah, uh-huh. they just Booster Gold. Make it Booster Gold. Uh, it, I I don't know. I like I like them. But like they bonded a little. There, you're starting to see a little more character development. Uh, there was a nice moment between Ray and uh, Snarts. So you, it seems like you, Imran, think the show has a lot of potential. Rugboy, you're still kind of sitting waiting, but you don't like how cheesy it is. Yeah, it's a little too okay. cheesy. But they could easily fix the dialogue, Anthony. Yeah. They could just tell Wentworth Miller to act like a normal dude. Like, <laughs> you no, know, he could still be he could still be snart, so, but not professor. like say things in such a stupid he does, way. Yeah, he, like, yeah. He, yeah, he so, speaks in like a like a, like a Renaissance man calculated tone sort of thing. Like, he had a one great yeah, like, line so. though. I loved. Yeah, he had a great line where Stein's like, "So here's the dagger." We need to get it. Uh, and he goes, oh, you need, we, you need someone to steal it? Okay, I'll do it. Whatever. And he grabs it all smarmy. He's like, he just volunteered himself. But he's yeah. so smarmy. It's like, I feel like it's saved by the bell acting. I Look, <laughs> it's it's very colorful, the show. It's fun. It is like Doctor Who. It's sci-fi-y. I love time travel shit. So I'm enjoying it. I, I, I don't care. I'm having a blast. Fun. It has potential. It's, they got they got to straighten a few things out. Three words: potential. That's what it has. Anything yeah. else, you guys, on the legends of yester, tomorrow, and today? No. I will watch Let's it. get another chick in there. Let's get another girl in there. Yeah, I, I will. Let's uh, do a I, I second that. I second that. Who could we put in there? Put uh, put just find another. Who would you put in there? I don't know. Vi- oh, you know what? Vixen is Vixen is going to be introduced. Remember that cartoon Vixen on CW, The Seed? Yeah. So they yeah. they've casted a girl live action. Uh, that character Vixen is going to be joining this CW universe either in Arrow. Or Legends of Tomorrow, I don't know where, but and she has this amulet that gives her powers of any animal. She's pretty badass. Like I like that the cartoon. She will be joining this universe soon. Okay. And what about Zatanna? Zatanna <clears throat> would be good. Zata- get some more justice. I See, think a magic person is cool. A magic person would be cool just because they've they've 
covered every other spectrum on that. Yeah, team. because they got well. Yeah, they got you know they got uh the the tech guys. You got three guys who are fucking scientists. Yeah, on that show. Yeah, that's you true. got snart. You got There's a lot of smart. Guys. Yeah, they got science covered. They got tech covered. Well, they can't use enchantress. They got the tech. They got like they got assassins. They have like the fire and ice aspect uh, criminals yeah, on there. Magic, yeah. man. I think it needs to be magic because uh, they're magic. magic or like a, a strong guy, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, like a, a muscle, big, like an enforcer, like a big yeah, maybe dude. like some either or some muscle. Yeah. Who would be a big dude? Like who Big is, Barda. Who's a big dude? Big Barda. Big Barda. <laughs> who's Big Barda? Big Barda. <laughs> big Barda from uh, she's one of the uh, dark seeds like things, right? Yeah, she's yeah. dark sides. What the fury? She's like that, Bru- that, oh that, yeah, that she's like the Brunhilda like big woman. <laughs> she's a giant Amazon chick. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's see what they do. I mean, it's, it's very like, they wrapped everything up in a nice package. And even at the end of this episode, he's like, you guys want to keep going? And everyone's like, fuck that guy. Yeah. Let's get him. Just for no reason there. Of course you got, they're going to say yes, but they did the same thing. The last episode, the both episodes kind of ended the same way where they're like, all right, let's I, keep I have going. To, my, my interjection with the cheesiness is the reason I think it works on the flash is that there's a lot of heart in the, in, in the show, like the, the acting with Joe West and, Grant Gustin, like there's a ton of heart there and there's a ton of emotion that can balance that stuff. Is there anything like that so far on Legends Tomorrow? No, I mean, that, that, that is there okay, anyone that you're like the, 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 chemis- the heart? The like, chemistry, the cast chemistry is going to have to improve a little bit. There really is. But I'm saying, like, no, is there anything no. emotional? Like, is it all jokes? There, I mean, Rip, Rip Hunter's reason for doing this is emotional. And that always he's yeah, going to bring just that up. Met that guy, so, like, that's it. But this is what I'm saying, okay? The guy, that's the hawk guy dies. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like their Coulson. He's like the thing that's going to galvanize the team. His death. Right. Let's do it for this guy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. no one really seemed to be attached to that guy or even like right. that guy. Yeah, even Snart. So, even Snart goes. Ah, oh, they took a member of my team down. I'm going after him. But nobody fucking liked Carter. Like, why are you even right. care? Like, you should. Car- be like Carter's that guy. been around for like two, two up, three episodes. Carter's the way he, Carter's been played so far on screen. Total dick. Not a like, bit total likeable. Entitled, yeah. like, not a, a total bit. entitled dick like yeah. me and you are supposed to be together. That's just destiny. And you're not only a dick that like is entitled, but a dick that failed 219 times the fucking Vandal Savage. Just because of destiny. And he's rapey. He's, he's rapey. very rapey. She's like, he look, chill. Just cause, but Because she saw them like uh, <laughs> uh, uh, doing it in the past. And she, it freaked her out. She's like, look, I know we did this, but uh, back off a little bit. Okay, I'm not ready for all this. <laughs> He was very, it's destiny. You're my density. That was the line. All right, gang, look, let's wrap it up and we'll open it up for the post show. Thanks for joining the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Thanks for hanging out. We're going to open it up for you blabbers in a little bit after a couple of shout outs, thank yous. We got some reviews. Want to thank the, some of the networks that we are on. Uh, big thank you to Tangent Bound Network, Weeby Geeks, A Place to Hang Your Cape, and Podcast.ph. All the links are in the show notes. Lots of great geek content. And if you like a place to hang your cape, if you've ever been there, they have a Patreon now. Uh, you can go support them, and you get a thank you. You get a, a, a cool calendar, and uh, you help them make their videos and their stuff. So I just wanted to plug out a place to hang your cape Patreon, ap2hyc.com slash Patreon. Now, uh, just recently, we put out a really fun episode, episode 75 of yeah, the Jock awesome. and Nerd podcast, featured our buddy Matt Dalhauer. 
There's a, we're starting st- a new series. We're starting a new series with Ginger Geek Blogs and the Jock and Nerd Podcast. It's called What the Fuck Happened? Uh, and Matt has the art of recapping really shitty movies and breaking them down in a very hilarious manner. So we start out with Fantastic Four 2015. This is actually the second itineration with the first of what the fuck happened. We originally did with him Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3. I think that's episode 37 or just search Matt Delhauer or Spider-Man on jockandnerd.com. That one is hilarious. People are digging this episode, Anthony. It's doing really good. Uh, The reason I bring it up is because Matt Delhauer sent us an old school voicemail. Oh, shit. Did you remember we have a phone number? He called the phone number. Really? And I, def- I thought no one ever dialed that. You guys, if number. you want to send us a voicemail on, hey, kids, you know that your smartphones you have? You know how you can also make phone calls on those phones? We have a voicemail number. Here's what it is. It's 312-248-4376. That's 312-248-HERO. Jockin' nerd! Uh, call that number. It's a vo- We're going to get troll. We're going to get here. It's in the chat here. It goes right to our voicemail line. Old school Del Hauer. Uh, sent us this voicemail. Gentlemen, it is your friend Matt Delhauer calling to let you know that I just actually finished the episode that you were talking to Peter Kendall about the esports uh, battle between Peter and Anthony. I'm glad to see that I was able to create such animosity towards Imran. I actually am calling <laughs> to let you guys know that an addendum to part of that episode was that Ted Turner and TBS actually do plan to create a televised Counter-Strike tournament this year for eSports. Now, it's not a legitimate sports network, but let's hope it's just not nearly as painfully awkward as TBS's King of the Nerds was. Later, guys. Thanks, Matt Delhauer, for the message. Uh, If you guys want to leave a voicemail, uh, call that number, 312-248-4376. Uh, so yeah, esports. I comment on that. Yeah, we got. When we ironically, when we released that esports episode, I was on ESPN, and they have now have like a dedicated wing to esports. So holy shit, there's like a tab oh, on the website. Yeah, I believe so, and wow. I believe, uh, and there was a whole article on on the rise of esports. So I mean, it is a thing, and I I fully admit I wasn't aware of the rise of esports. I, so, I will also yeah. say that Imran is still wrong <laughs> that esports are going to take over real sports. Um, but it's, it's, it's a cool thing. I mean, it could, I, I didn't, I just wasn't aware of all that. This, I know this is why I love this topic. Cause like the idea of it is fascinating. It's definitely picking up speed. It's getting trendy. And I told rugs last week, like, don't you think it's like the perfect combination of jock and nerd? Like it, it, it does both. It's both. And, uh, we're just gonna keep an eye on this and learn about it. And, uh, what do you mean? It's, it's like nerdy because it's video games, and it's jockey because it's like set up like a sports team league thing. Well, it's a competition between it's competition. nerds. Oh. Is the competition aspect? It's still more nerdy. I mean, it's not. Oh come on! You're not gonna give me a little fifty-fifty. <laughs> nah. No, I agree with Anthony. It's not really there it's yet. Not, not jockey. Lame. All right, we'll see. Listen, give it five, ten, four hundred years. Something will happen. Who knows? <laughs> it's it's uh, things are happening right now. That, that's the point. Is things yeah. are happening as we. Well, speak. Mark Cuban also like invested in a, a esports analytic company. T- T- I mean, T- like Delhauer said, what TNT, T- is TBS, Ted Turner, yeah. TBS, yeah, Ted Turner. So I mean, that's big money. It's it's a thing. It's a thing now. For right sure. On. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Jordan said she watched King of the Nerds. I th- vaguely remember th- that show. I have to Google that. I don't uh, even know really. what that was. Uh, look that up. In the meantime, I'm gonna read two new iTunes reviews. Oh shit! We got. I love, Whoa! Yeah, we got two coming in. I love. 
iTunes reviews. The first one, two, two of them, five star, both five star. The first one says uh, from Crash22 or CR4SH22, sometimes jock, sometimes nerd, always entertaining, five stars. What the Jock and Nerd podcast has going for it is easily found in the interactions between Anthony and Imran. There's nothing more entertaining than two people who can be so similar and so different at the same time. Whether chatting about comic books, MMA fights, video games, for music festivals, these two have always have a passion for what they are discussing, and it's great to listen as they teach each other about worlds that many always assume existed separate from each other. While it contains some not safe for work language, uh, the show is definitely well worth your time. Oh, thanks so much! I'll, I'll read this. You read the second. I'll one. read the second. One. By the way, yeah. some not safe for work language. I, it's a little more than some. A motherfucker. lot of fucking yeah, especially when Rock Boys is yeah, that's the one saying. <laughs> Anthony, read the same. Um, this one's uh, by Scott327. It says, great interviews is the subject. The most interesting shows to listen to are those that have interviews with people who work in an industry. The Jock and Nerd show allows their guests to give insights and behind-the-scenes looks on their project with... with it, this is not written correctly. It's Nobody always a good treat for their listeners. Anthony and Imran are fantastic hosts, and their shows are always thought-provoking. That's Thanks, all- Scott. Yeah, that's awesome. You guys you, we, you give us way too much credit. We, everyone does. I don't know what's wrong. What <laughs> show are you listening to? But look, listener, yeah, you guys, if you want to leave us an awesome review like that, we would love it because it just helps us out. It helps us get found. Just visit jockandnerd.com slash review. And Rugboy is fantastic, too, even though nobody mentioned it. Uh, Jordan in the chat here is funny. She says she still listens at work with headphones because last time she told us a story where she works at a bakery, right? It's like a retail making cupcakes. She was playing our Jessica Jones show out loud in the store. And I guess oh, we were using some potty mouth and the customers may or may not have appreciated it. So now, Jordan, and that's a good tip. Uh, Jordan, it was on her phone. It's a good tip. You can listen at work. Just put some headphones on or keep it real low. That's what I do. That's all good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love all that. Um, all right. So. Uh, final call to action again if you want to contact us just go to jockanerd.com slash contact our phone number is there our speak pipe is there Twitter there's even a little Everything. form you can type in uh, or you can email show at jockanerd and uh, what else I already said subscribe at iTunes I did all the call so to actions listen you did everything all you have to do now is tell a friend right? here's the thing gang listener if you like what you hear tell a friend give him one of these jockanerd and then give him one of these jockanerd and then uh, run away. Now, if you don't like what you hear, you should tell us. Just send us an email. Send us a comment. We'll take care of it. I want to know why. If you don't, I like just it. want to give a quick shout out on air to at Jord of the Pies, Jordan, for being awesome and like Talking showing in the chat, doing our email, doing a Twitter, doing Facebook, welcoming all our guests on the show. Jordan, this great. We yeah. need to hire her. We need to hire her as like our Karen Page or something. Uh, no, she is our Whoa. she's our our BA, our Blab assistant. We thought we'd run this as yeah. a dry run and wing it. Jordan, you did a great job. We can't we, we can't appreciate it enough. Thank you so much. Uh, you, you can follow her at Jordan of the Pies at Jordan of the Pies on Blab and on Twitter. Rugs, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Really Rugboy. It, you know, I uh, post a lot of opinions about uh, nothing. Dick pics. So, uh, you got dick you pics. Come on and and no, nah, I just re- I retweet a lot of things. Felty dick pics. There's no uh, felty you know, dick pics. That's what I want. Listen, if you want it to happen, it could happen. Somebody uh, follow. I can do it. I'm gonna start it at felty dick pics on Twitter. That's not. That's not it. It's at really rug boy. Uh, this has been the Jock and Nerd podcast. Thanks for listening. We appreciate every second you shove us in your ear, ear holes. My name is Imran. Bo. Oh.
My name's Anthony. He's the chalk. And he's the nerd. And we'll catch you next time. Stroke a barbell. Oh, do you even podcast? Wowie zowie! Really? Go play with some basketball. Chucky nerd! <laughs> That's a very well choreographed to, to, with the end music good. there, Rugs. Uh, let's open this up, Blabbers. If everybody wants to come in, I don't know if Warren left. I don't talk, say hi to Warren. Come on in. This is the Jockey Nerd Podcast officially in the post show. And uh, here's Jordan. Uh, we got to thank her fate in, in person. Hi, guys. Great hey, job, Jordan. Jordan. Thank you so much. I think it went really well. You did uh, You did exactly what I wanted. It's great. Thanks. Now, tell good. this story. Like, they apparently Blab has changed. You know how people put images in the Blab uh, mm-hmm. occasionally? Apparently, you can't do that anymore, Jordan. Why is that? I see some images right there. What Where? are you talking about? No, there's no, there's no, fu- like, no remember no, like, in the comments, you used to be able to like copy the image uh, address got and it. you could put it in the comments and then a picture would come up and I was going to see if I could like, instead of writing the topic, like if I could put a picture of the flash or something and right. try and put it up there, but the link didn't work. And so then I went and asked people. And they said that, um, I don't know how to say his last name, Martin, whatever. Shacrelli. Um, Martin Shacrelli was yeah. on Blab yesterday yeah. with Billy the Fridge. And this show was Maybe getting. Nothing to me. Oh, you don't know Martin Shacrelli, dude? You haven't been reading the news wow. lately? Martin Shacrelli is no. the hedge fund dude uh, who. Wa- uh, he- Most hated guy in America. He mm. uh, um, kind of a villain, kind of like a real life Lex Luthor. Apparently, he's misunderstood. Anyways, he was indicted for security charge frauds, and he's also been accused of hiking up drug price rates. He also uh, plays League of Legends. He also bought the two million dollar rare Wu Tang album, the one copy, the one press. Um, and so he's been all over the news. Vice just released an interview with him that I, I, I'm dying to watch because Vice does amazing things. Uh, and, uh, he, uh, Warren jump in here if you want. I don't know where rugs went. Um, but he was, I'll, I'm gonna, I'll jump out pretty soon. He was on blab and I guess somebody hacked his account and they stopped the, uh, they stopped the, the, the ability to put images in. I don't know what to think Why about this. Shrek- Shikrelli. What's up, Warren? How's it going? Hey, what do you, what do you, what do you think about this whole shit? Martin Shikrelli deal. Wait, but before, before, let look, me get, I, look, I, I, okay. Jump out. Okay. Oh, yeah. Cool. Cool. Come on in, Rugs. Oh, look, I love the Screllies, man. He's great. He's a, he's, he's like the, he's the modern day Lex Luthor's of the <laughs> he world. He really is. I think he's, uh, I, I really do think so. He's even born on, uh, on April 1st. He's a fool is what I'm saying. They got a show going look, on right now, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like he's uh, on. Yeah. No, he, always, he, has a sh- he has a show going on every night. Wow. Yeah. What's he doing? And there's always like a hundred plus people in there. Yeah, it pulls in mad numbers. I saw Billy the well, Fridge with he, him. He, well, no, no. Billy the Fridge is on with him all the time. Okay. I, 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 I roast him every now and then. Okay. Um, I have a little character I do. Um, so he can take a like, ribbing? Either way, like, you know. I, yeah, no, absolutely. He he actually, to his credit, you you can say any horrible thing to him. And you can say it to his face. He will not get uh, angry about it. 
he will nod at it. Maybe he, he at the at the most he will nod at it and not say anything. But oh. you know, at the best he'll like you know nod at it and like you know uh, give you uh, some kind of an answer. So I will give him credit for that. Like he will at least give him give us his side of the story with, with whatever insult you give. Even if you even if you say like yo you're a fucking asshole you fucking motherfucker. He's like well wh- why do you think that? Like yeah. he'll at least engage you. That's I good. Will give no, him that's that. good. That's good. That's uh, because I think a lot of this hate people are. They may not even know the story, and they think they're supposed to hate him, and they just hate him. Now, did you see this video that mm-hmm. came out today of him? His video, the Ghostface Killer. Oh, I love it! Oh, holy shit! Dude. I love it. Why? Is, what is he doing? Why is he it's picking fights great. with Ghostface? He's like, "Fuck you, Ghostface! You ain't no killer. I'll make you." A-. I'm like, "God damn!" He's fucking thugged out in that and video. He's, and, and he's trying to be gangster. He's trying. He's drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> he's a wine while he's gangster. Drinking, while he's being trying to be gangster, he's drinking a glass of red wine. Unbelievable. With some gangster ass motherfuckers around him, he's like. Yeah, motherfucker. It's Fuck it, was, you. it was hilarious. And if he's bringing people to blab, then I'm I'm all down with it. I'm all, let's go bring people here. <laughs> yeah, it? but then they all go to his show. Yeah, but eventually they gotta go somewhere else, or they might see something else. <laughs> Fucking Tricelli is. Look, t- hey, look, I I I I am a huge fan of Martin Screlly's. I think he's I think he's amazing. I I, I this is the, like. There has never been anyone that close to a uh, super villain in real life as close to Martin Screlly's. So I am so glad that I can follow him and, and, and like you know laugh and, 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 and hate him in real life. I think he's he's the real life uh, a bad guy. I think I think someone needs to be this right now, and he he's at least uh, owning up to that. I guess you know what that's great. But how come out of all these millionaire bastards that are out there, not one of them has become Batman? Oh, shit. What about that? If you're going to be a real Lex Luthor, how about uh, fucking Buffett uses money to build a Batman suit or something? I don't know. Well, here's the thing about that. Anyone that in real life would become a real-life Batman would not be uh, – uh, no one's going to uh, make news about this, this this guy. Yeah, the villains He's stopping the things news. before yeah. it happens. Yeah, that's a good point. The Bat. The Bat Vigilante. Yeah. Martin Screlly. Is he really like, a like, villain, though? Case in point. Yeah. Martin Screlly's, um, um, you know, tried to try to, you know, uh, explode a nuclear reactor, and this Batman's type of uh, person tried to stop him, and he and he succeeded. That doesn't make the news, and Martin Screlly's doesn't make the news either. Like that's that's the thing. It's only when Martin Screlly's does something bad when it makes the news. When he doesn't make the news is when the Batman type character him. comes in mm. and stops him from doing something. If only he used his powers for good instead of evil, the world would be a better if place. Only. If only. The guy's lovely, Well, though. he wouldn't have been the richest motherfucker in the world, would he? Have you, I mean, are you going to watch this Vice interview? I heard that it's very – it explains him. It's made people more sympathetic and, and, and explain his side of the story. And uh, Vice does fucking killer I, shit. I've, I, I've chatted with him enough to know – that um, he is probably an okay guy, but I could still, I, I still want to fucking put him in a casket. Hi, Annie. How's it going? Hello. I'm fine. Thank you. How about you? Pretty good. What's going on? What's on your mind? Uh, nothing much. Are you, there? Uh, yeah, you, uh, do you know uh, Martin Shacrelli? Is that how you say his name? Shacrelli? Shacrelli? No. No. Where are you calling from? Just call him Shacrelli. That's Shacrelli's. how I call him. Okay. Shacrelli's. 
I'm coming you at this. Oh, where, where, uh, you're doing great. Where are you calling from? Uh, Norway. Wow. All right. You get. Talking nerd. Ooh, that's uh, fantastic. <laughs> Dude, fucking listen. Norway. 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 <laughs> you don't like Norway? <laughs> Norway is a very progressive country, isn't it, Annie? That's what I hear. Stuff on the stuff I read. Ooh, Rug Boy went into um, Martin Shkreli's. Oh, snap. He's on air. Rug Boy went over to Shkreli? Oh, oh, shit. shit. <laughs> Fucking rug boy. He, he better that motherfucker better say Jock and Nerd podcast at least you're, twelve you're times. Jock and Nerd. Rug oh, boy's cool. on with Shakrelli and Billy like, the Fridge. Oh, was it like? No, oh, hold on. Put we got to watch this for a second. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been to jail. I don't know what happens. Is there a puppet jail? Is there a puppet? <laughs> hey, listen. I should be there if there is one, but I, I never been to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to make one for you? Rug Boy's losing out on a lot of money because he's not allowed to do kids' shows anymore. Say Jock and Nerd, damn it. I'll text him. Oh, my God. Just keep putting jockandnerd.com in the comments. Tell him to say jockandnerd.com. How many many viewers they got? What are the numbers? That's how I shower. Uh, Hold on. I can't believe he's on the show. And you, what do you like to see them? There's 156 people. Oh, snap. Wow. Jock and Nerd Podcast. Out of reading the chat. I don't see any brown threads in your in your puppet, so uh, you can use the N-word. Oh. We, have a, we have a ban on the N-word with all pale faces and ghost honkies. They're not allowed to recite. Well, I just read somebody's comment. I didn't say it. <laughs> I'm reading someone's comment about me. I can say whatever the fuck I want. Okay. Think you make the rules. Oh, he's gonna. Oh, he kicked him. He kicked him. Rug boy got mouthy and he kicked him out of the room. That was awesome. Rugs is gonna come back in here. Oh shit. He should. <laughs> he didn't say Jock and Darren. I'm so upset. I can't believe he got on. I t- I oh, you did? You put it in, it in there. Okay, as long as somebody sees it. Holy shit, I hope Rugs, where is he? I'm going to, how do you ping him oh on Oh my this? God, Rug Boy. <laughs> they were like, you don't make the rules. He's Bye. Like, uh, you're gone. <laughs> how do you, uh, how do I ping him? I just put his name in here, right? Uh, he needs to come back in here. I need to talk to him. There he is. Rug, hey, Rugs, hey. get the fuck. What are you, <laughs> Rug Boy, what are you doing? I, we just, we were watching. Jordan had the phone up, but we saw you get booted out of there and called yeah, out. Yeah, I was seeing if I could piss the guy off. You did. You called him out on going to jail and he's like, fuck, you make the rules? Fuck you. And he kicked you out. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you say Jock and Nerd Podcast at least once? I was about to. No, god damn it. There was... I had no idea I was about to get kicked off. I thought he was liking me. So, <laughs> Dude, that that, that that blab's pulling mad numbers. There's like 150 people watching over there right now. So that was good. Yeah, I was, that's why I went over there. I was trying to get, I was trying to get eyeballs. Good exposure for you. So you good... get over there, Imran. I, you know, I, I, I'll drive for a while. You jump over there while it's on. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. At least it's on, too, over here. Somewhere. I know. They were doing like a post show tonight. Blab is uh, getting very popular, people. Yeah, it's because I'm on it. It's because yeah. it's, it's the only r- puppet on Blab here. Yeah. The best. 